Blog Talk Radio. Hello, happy Sunday. This is Seeds of Change, and I'm your host, Danielle St. John. I'm so excited to be back. Um, we were having some technical issues, it seems like forever. So um, I'm happy that everything's up and running for our first show of 2024. Um, Mom is with us. Let's let her in. Hello. Happy 2024. No, nah, oh, yeah, 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 you're, it's, it's glitching again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You should, you should ask your, um, your, uh, peeps that you talk to on a regular basis if it's doing that too. Okay, so hold on, let me try something. I thought that might have been a technical glitch from our end on, um, in the studio, but, uh, no. Um, okay, so while mom gets that figured out, let me just uh, go over what I, what we're going to try to get to today. Um, I want to talk about, since it's the 7th of January, I want to talk about January 6th and, you know, what's come up out since then, um, since the actual event. Um, I've got a couple audio clips to play for that as well. I definitely want to talk about Ep- the Epstein list, uh, even though we've talked about it. Um, at great length, um, Danielle, that's me. Call in. That's you. Okay. All right. I was going to say, uh, I'm going to click out of, yep, there we go. Hello. Audio on this device. Much better. Okay. Yeah. It was just really like just glitchy. We like hear every other word. Um, okay. So bizarre. I have no idea why. Hi, I'm be here in in 2024 lots to discuss today on my good news report and um hope to be able to offer something valuable during the other segments that danielle is talking about yes for sure um what you know actually i really should start by saying um a little bit of bad news my sister-in-law cheryl passed away on friday she was living on borrowed time anyway she was only supposed to let you know make it until about five years old or so, and she made it to 40. Um, so sad, but, you know, happy sad. that she got as much time um, as she did. Um, I think the saddest part about it, and this is something that I've I've said many, many times on the show, is that people who are vaccinated, um, we just need to, even though we're at odds, we need to love them and um, and cherish them while they're here. And And the saddest part about this is that you know, Cheryl and um, her her brother, my husband Joe, were at odds at the end. Um, through, I mean, it didn't really seem like any fault of Joe's. She just kind of had some mental instability. Um, uh, over the summer, I think he asked her, "Is uh, when is mom and dad's birthday?" Because they were born on the same day, and she just flipped out on him said that she was going, she had a congenital heart defect. And um, so she flipped out on him and said, you know, you're just the biggest asshole ever, you know, and um, I'm having surgery on my heart again at Children's Hospital and you're not welcome at the funeral. And I mean, a little bit of foreshadowing, I guess. Um, And so that's a little sad. Yeah, that that they were at odds at the end. Um, So I guess the, the, the message in this is that you know, try not to be at odds with your with your friends and, and family, especially I mean, even even if you're you are at odds, even if you've got 
you know, if you're sucked up into this, you know, dual reality thing that's going on where it does seem like a lot of people are living in two separate realities, um, you know, try your hardest to love them while they're still here because it's not, because it's, it's pretty clear that they're probably not going to be here as long as we want them to be here. So that's, that's, I oh, think the biggest, I can attest to that. that. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, that's a little bit of sad news. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but I guess, you know, life goes on and, and, um, you know, uh, hopefully people can mourn appropriately, even if, there was um, bad blood between them at the end. Um, anyway, with that, with that out of the way, what do you want to start with, Mom? Well, um, I, I love the topics that you chose. You said um, Epstein, J6, and more. <clears throat> um, so just as a start, and I, I've talked about this before, there um, this whole QAnon business, right? People, people mm-hmm. talked about QAnon, QAnon, QAnon during the, the whole time Trump was in office and during the 2016 election. But um, just to make sure people understand, there, are, there is Q, whoever that is, but there are a, a legion of anons. And that means they call themselves anons. They go out and they research and they dig and they find out information. One of their focuses, though, is outing pedophilia and and, um, pedophiles. And um, there's a famous clip with Donald Trump and I forget the the lady's name, but she was on. And she said, so these people think that our government is being run by satanic pedophiles. Satanic. And she turned into a demon on national television. Yeah, Her face changed. And the demon came out. And it was startling to a lot of people, let's just say. Uh, But what he said was, why is that a bat to find out and expose pedophiles, right? That's kind of a good Savannah thing. Savannah Guthrie. Savannah Guthrie. Um, it, it, you can even hear the demon in her voice when she's asking the question. Okay. So, so one of the things that was really cool, even though a lot of people were hesitant about Donald Trump when he first won the election, which was a startling um, thing to happen anyway, running against the chief demon, which would be Hillary Clinton, um, was that he wanted to save the children. He started all kinds of different investigations, and you know he had his finger in a lot of pies of of saving trafficked children. His whole family went to the mat for it. His sons, his daughters, his wife. Um, they all be that became their focus. During that time, all these anons have dug and dug and dug about a guy named Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was, um, turns out, Mossad, which means that he was working on behalf of the Israeli government, but his was a honeypot. So, Danielle, pop quiz, what's a honeypot? A honeypot is a, um, is a, a trap set up by usually by three letter uh, agencies to uh, entrap people with power, the geopolitical, economic, um, and um, yeah, geopolitical and and economic elite, um, getting them in compromising positions in order to blackmail them or brownstone them into voting 
or uh, promoting the agendas that the three-letter agencies uh, want. One, and which usually is another pop quiz, starting um, wars. War, yeah. Top and so what, the, what they'll do wars. is, that, yeah, and honeypots are usually um, prostitutes um, or, it, you know, in this case, and, and, and I, honestly, like now that like prostitution doesn't quite have the stigma that it used to, they have to go to more depraved ways um, of, of trapping these people. It generates. And a lot of, yeah, and a lot of times that involves um, sex, but ra- raping children on video. Okay. Yes. Ooh, so, I have that I have that clip if you want me to play it, the Guthrie clip. It's, it's not not very long. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Like okay. You guys can just listen for the demon popping out of this woman's voice it, it, or at least Please, just a parent me, but then I'm Senator Sorry, go ahead. I apologize. Go ahead. Play That's okay. Tape. All right. 3 2 1 cities run by Democrats, not run Republican by Republicans. Republican Senator Ben Sass said, quote, QAnon is nuts, and real leaders call conspiracy theories. Just this week, you retweeted to your 87 million followers a conspiracy theory that Joe Biden orchestrated to have SEAL Team 6, the Navy SEAL Team 6, killed to cover up the, the fake death of bin Laden. Now, why would you send a lie like that to your followers? You uh, I don't know if that's it. I, they, they jumped. They, Wrong they clip. Jumped. Yeah. Wrong clip. Yeah, they, well, yeah. It, the, the beginning of it was right, but then they they jumped to something else. So never mind. We'll we'll go. We'll they go. On. Yeah. The the whole point of her of her premise is that how could he trust this QAnon 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 people um, when they think that our government and world governments are run by satanic pedophiles? Well. They're demons, and I believe that, and there's nothing anyone could ever convince me any different. And as throughout the process, um, throughout his presidency, uh, over and over and over again, people were arrested for, for child trafficking, child sex trafficking, and they've known about Jeffrey Epstein for 30 years, and during Trump's presidency is when he's arrested. Okay? Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein sits in jail. Ghislaine Maxwell is arrested. She's in custody and fighting her case. And Jeffrey Epstein kills himself. Yeah, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. You're getting ready to play a clip. Get get it up. The one I put in there from Megyn Kelly. Get that one ready. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where did that one go? Oh, I shared mm-hmm. it on Facebook. I'll go there. Just, yeah, but it's but it's the second clip up from the hydrochloricone one. So just go to your Telegram file. It's in there. So having okay. said all that, I got uh, it. I got it. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you three, two, one. Can we just give me one second? Sure. So this past week, they find and okay. So all this time, there have been sealed documents from the court cases. They booted the Epstein case. Okay, they. When I say they, of course I mean demons. Of course I mean demons. And the Anons have been rattling cages saying they're protecting this motherfucker. Excuse my language. And all of his, all of the people that were coming to the island to, for their, their 
degeneracy and 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 wickedness and hurting children but they kept, they refused to release the names of the people that were coming to the island and taking part so people have fought and fought and fought including anons and and filed lawsuit after lawsuit case after case after case to try to get the names of the people on the epstein's client list epstein's client list you will have heard that a thousand times and but they fought like demons to prevent it from happening because there were powerful people on these lists. One of the most powerful people on the planet, um, which we all knew, the Anons have known who's on that list for the entire time, but they wanted it released to the public, which was ex-former President Bill Clinton. Okay. Um, they were lots of names for him, but Slick Willie is one of them. They've known for years. Okay which is all tied to what we believe them to be satanic pedophiles in power, global power, the Clinton Global Initiative that took over Haiti when, and there's thousands of children missing. There's children coming across the border. There's thousands of children missing. These people are demons. They harvest children. Okay. So this week, finally, the Epstein client list was released. Um, there's Personally. none of them are unfamiliar to us, although there was one that I found kind of startling and even sicker, which is a, a, a man named Stephen Hawking. Hawking's anybody yeah. top quiz, Danielle, Stephen Hawking's is. <laughs> yeah. He's the dude who died recently um, in the wheelchair. Like um, what his, his like, he's he alive. Physics, physicist. What? He's alive. Stephen Hawking is not dead. He came out to defend himself after the the list was released. S-T-E-P-H. Died? No, he died in 2018. Oh, okay. Well, somebody, okay, well, then that must have been fake news that I saw this morning about him coming out to defend himself. But he definitely was on the island numerous occasions. Yeah. Um, And, of course, I've seen pictures. Ew, gross. <laughs> exactly. um, there, there's, but there's uh, Pritzker, if, uh, another speaking of what you said, the people that are in power, and it's not just politicians, it's people high up in, in um, you know, corporate governance, right, with, you know, millionaires, um, mm-hmm. people who, who, you know, have power, for, they have money, right? They're not necessarily political figures, but they're, but they're powerful um, uh, corporatists that, that also, quote, unquote, run our country. And it sounds like uh, they were um, also raping children on Epstein Island. Can we define child for this discussion, Danielle? Uh, a person under the age of 18. Anybody under the age of 18? There it is there. Now, uh, one of the things that is that was in the Epstein client list, the, the transcripts, it says Bill Clinton likes them young. Right? And so how young? Who, for, who knows? But that grossed me out. The other thing about Bill Clinton we discovered that there was a portrait that had been painted of him in a blue dress and it was hanging on the wall in Epstein's uh, apartment, his penthouse in New York. That's a power play. That means I have power over you and I'm going to demonstrate it. So whatever Bill Clinton was doing on Epstein Island, uh, Jeffrey Epstein was holding it over him and using it. Okay. Now, 
for what I think to be the most interesting thing about um, the stuff that got released this week, um, my daughter, Danielle, here she is, has long said that Epstein really isn't dead. And um, I would have been surprised, except for I'm now officially a conspiracy theorist, and and, um, nothing would surprise me with these demons. So um, we have a clip of someone else who... um, uh, I believe is a powerful media figure. She may be dismissed by some, but I I listen to her stuff. I follow her stuff, and that is Megan Kelly. She was a, um, a an anchor on Fox News until she was fired from her job, and she's um, gathered some some interesting people around her and started her own media company. And on one of her most recent shows, she had this to say: three, two, one fascinating and we're not done with Jeffrey Epstein. I can tell you that for a fact. Can't tell you how I know, but I can tell you for a fact we're going to hear a lot more about Jeffrey Epstein in the coming year uh, and you may be even hearing from him directly. More on that as I'm allowed to tell you. Fascinating. Yeah. He, he's not dead. He's not dead. Uh, also, one thing about Megan Kelly that I'm not really a big fan of, uh, and these heckle birds are definitely giving me a hard time right now, so sorry about that. Um, is that she interviewed okay. Alephantis, like did, did like a, um, you know, like a puff piece on him, like let him tell his sob story of this, you know, homegrown um, pizza shop owner uh, who was targeted by crazy conspiracy theorists and uh, went in and, and, and shot up the basement or, you know, not, there is no basement, right. Quote unquote, um, and uh, right. know, to save these children, first of all, like, okay, it, what was he trying to, sh- you know, like, shoot, what, was he, were the bullets supposed to save them, you know, like, what, I don't even understand that narrative. He goes in there and shoots in the, into the basement to save the children. I don't understand that at all. Uh, and How, second of all, right. he doesn't shoot into the basement. He shoots into a quote unquote coat closet and right into his server within, you know, six weeks prior, uh, Anans came out, had hacked into the server and found child porn on the server. And then within six weeks, there's a crazy uh, a, a kid who comes in, who I believe was the son of a diplomat. Um, and um, and uh, anyway, this, all of this is like, you know, this cautionary tale, basically, like don't fall for the conspiracy theories because theories because they turn dangerous and these deranged people go in and shoot up pizza shops, you know, like it, it's all, but that was Megan Kelly. Long story short, that was Megan. Okay. Kelly. So, so Megan Kelly, Danielle is a real journalist and I'll tell you, and you can argue this point. Okay. But we're not like the Democrats and she's not either. She goes to where the story is, and she actually interviews the people. Here's the thing. They let him say whatever they he wanted to say back then, Alephantis and the killer journalists that were getting ready to play the Vigano clip. Get it ready. <laughs> I'll tell you, three, two, one. So Megan Kelly actually interviews these people instead of ignoring the stories. Now, <clears throat> lots of stuff going on with the, as far as the media is concerned. We hate them, and we can't possibly hate them enough. 
for how wicked they are. But what the, the quote-unquote mainstream media does is ignore those kind of stories, okay? And then they will turn around, and two weeks after you hear these, this awful, crazy stuff, we're trying to tell them, look, there was p- child pornography on this, on this server, and they're like, oh, you guys are just crazy Q- QAnon conspiracists. And then two weeks later, we'll hear something like, that was debunked. That was debunked. It's been debunked. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of the people that was in charge of debunking that story was himself just recently arrested for child pornography and for child sex, having sex with children. Archbishop Vigano has something to say about that. Three, two, one. I hope the audio is good. An important collaborator of... How is that? It's okay. Can you get just a little bit closer? Yes, I can. I can get louder, too. Good. Okay, hold on. Start it over? Yep. Okay, three, two, one. A few weeks ago, an important collaborator of Hillary Clinton and John Podesta was arrested for pedophilia and child pornography. I'm referring to Slade Summer. A man with ties to the world of Broadway and cinema, who play a role in the effort to debunk the infamous Pizzagate affair. That is, the network, filthy complicity and horrendous crimes against minors that revolves around the international deep state. We have learned that certainly Jeffrey Epstein and most likely Ghislaine Maxwell, were members of the Israeli Mossad. This makes us understand that the famous trips of many well-known people to Epstein Island were used to blackmail them by collecting evidence of their guilt in participating in heinous ritual crimes against minors. And if the heads of state and governance officials of the Western world do not dare to breathe a word of protest against the massacres of civilians in Gaza Strip, it is legitimate to assume that this attitude is due is due to the intensive dossier of videos inculpating them that are in possession of the Israeli intelligence services. The same thing must be happened with the preparation of the fake pandemic emergency, which was largely replicated in all the member states of the World Economic Forum and the United Nations, and also with the farce of the Ukrainian crisis. But this blackmail of the powerful of the world constituted the unified... Oh, now it cut off. Oh, that's okay. That's, no, that's exactly it. where it cut off. Okay. But that's where it ended. It's only two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. Okay, maybe that's, maybe that's what happened. Yeah. 
So, so this this man is saying, and okay, so Archbishop Pagano from from day one of COVID has has come out strongly against the what he considers to be demons, <laughs> just like your mom. Um, that this is that he's always called good money. How's that? Let me just put it that way. So he he did you see him conflate? The, the Hillary Clinton, the guy that supposedly debunked Jeffrey Epstein, and he put them all together. And, and that's to me is what's important is that that's really what's happening. It is a – these people are in – have power over us, and they are running world governments and massive corporations. And they are stifling our speech. And they are only reporting on things that they want to report on, and they are stifling and stomping on reports. In particular, the guy who supposedly debunked Pizzagate was himself arrested for child pornography and child pedophilia. Who's surprised? And no one is surprised. No one is surprised. So I'm looking at a story about other Epstein um, revelations. Um, about the, the big names that they did release, and there were there were other releases after that. The first are Bill Clinton, it, which we already knew. Uh, Michael Jackson was on Epstein Epstein Island, and uh, no, he was, was the, a, he was, no, he was at the no, he was at the Jeffrey House in Palm Beach. Excuse me, yeah. right? And that she was uh, uh, not uh, right. And uh, let's see, Prince Andrew, of course. Speaking but of, hold on, of, I mean. The, he, there's one thing. Okay, let me just um, just say this: that it seems that the media is is elevating the stories of people who are dead, and that's a t- we need to recognize that that's a tactic. That when these things come out, like um, like for instance, Jimmy Savile, yeah. Um, yeah. they you know they would um, talk about people who were already dead and kind of blame it all on one on one person, like. Um, you know, parts of the Catholic Church when they were um, uh, right. when, when they were being exposed, they would blame like one archbishop who had recently passed away as the you know as as the only person who ever did as anything. As a perpetrator. Now that that um, is a Michael tactic. Jackson, yeah, absolutely. Mike, Michael Jackson is not a pedophile. I can I can almost guarantee you that that man is not a pedophile. Him and his sisters were pincushions when they were children. Yes. They were raped by yes. everybody. And I believe that Neverland Ranch was a place where children could come and have fun, sleep, snuggle with an adult. Like, you know, like we, I snuggled with my children. My husband snuggled with my children. Does that mean that they're going to get molested? No. That's something that makes them no. feel safe and loved. And so I think Neverland Ranch was a place where children could go and know that they would never be touched in the middle of Hollywood, where everybody touches these people. And and I would argue that point because there are people that have said that Michael Jackson molested them. So perhaps, Danielle, I know that you that you have dug Anon. My daughter is an Anon, so I could be Mm -hmm. wrong about this. And and of course, they do want us. They do try to get us to watch the birdie. And Michael Jackson could have been one of those. Okay, I I really do think. But why would they out their own? They, They don't out their own. Right. And, and all of a sudden, everybody right. wants to talk. Mm-hmm. 
about Michael Jackson in particular. Yes. Okay. So, so who else did they bring up? I'm sorry. Your premise uh, that they're dead, that's not true because there's Bill Clinton, Al Gore, Stephen Hawking I haven't is seen dead. Any. You're correct. And Michael, I haven't, and, and I haven't seen any articles about them. Right. Of course not. They're, be, they're being that's protected. You keep hearing about Alan Dershowitz, though, don't you? Because they hate Alan Dershowitz. So, of course, we're going to hear about him being there, and he vehemently denies all the accusations, of course. Okay. Yeah, but, Prince Andrew, uh, he ain't dead. Yeah, I know that. I know that. But that was part, that was part of the, uh, the Netflix special. Did you ever see the Netflix uh, documentary series about Epstein? I never watched the whole thing, no. Of course, they talk mostly about Trump, right? That's the other one that they do. Is they, they do. They're, they're, they're really like, if you look at the anatomy of and a And then come a, to find out he's job, nowhere. He, he, right. And he's nowhere on any of those logs. He was on the plane one time. He never went to the island. He never went to his, his house. He never went to any of the, the uh, uh, honey pots, the traps. I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Al Gore is on the list. He was the former vice president of the United States. Okay. Um, uh, Bill Richardson was there, uh, the former and now deceased New Mexico governor. Hmm. Definitely was one of the ones that uh, it, that Guffrey was uh, um, had to, forced to have sex with George Lucas, Hollywood director hmm. David Copperfield. I, you might be too young to know who David Copperfield is. No, um, I do. Kevin Spacey. Here he is. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Here he is again. Um, uh, and then of course they have. Um, Donald Trump on the list, okay, and in the article that I'm reading. So, so um, d- here, here's the thing, though. Here we are with a watch the birdie moment, okay. If you do, you remember two weeks ago when they said that there, those articles, the the Epstein releases were going to be on Wednesday, they came out on mm-hmm. Tuesday. Do you know why? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm telling. Top quiz. Uh, because I, Donald yeah, Trump I, released a massive 2020 election fraud report on Tuesday. So they quick, fast, in a hurry, released the uh, aliens in the mall at in Florida and the Epstein documents. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a school shooting. Yeah, there was another school shooting, and they quick, fast, in a hurry, got rid of that one because it was an LGBTQ guy. Yeah. So no, but that, that also one is on the same, that same day. That, you know, like that. All of it. Because they were going yeah. to, yep, they were going to release those documents on Wednesday. And they released mm-hmm. this, the 3rd of January. And they released them on Tuesday, the 2nd of January, the same day Trump put out all of his um, election fraud evidence. And it's pretty powerful. Pretty powerful. Bunch yeah. of other um, stuff that happened this week. Go ahead. Hold on one second. Uh, Kate is with us. I'm going to let her into the studio. Um, it kind of sounds like you're just getting right into your good news report. Is that true? Uh, no, no, I, I just, this is all stuff that I had in the uh, thing is corrupt and stupid file. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Kate is here. Hi, Kate. Hi. Hi, Kate. Hi there. Good to be with you. Happy New Year. Uh, glad you're here. When do we stop saying Happy New Year? I know that, like, we're already, like, seven <laughs> days in, but... Um, I don't know. Do you, what, um, what's the etiquette on that? A month. Okay. Yeah. That's a good. That's good. Not a time. <laughs> All right. Well, then, Happy New Year. 
You too. Both Thank of you. you. Um, Happy New Year. So we're, we're talking about the Epstein doc. Um, yes. And actually, pedogate in general. So um, any any thoughts on that, on what came, what came out this week? I've just been kind of waiting and watching. Of course, it's just trotting out the same old things that we know about Prince Andrew, Clinton, mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit more detail. And um, Dershowitz, I'm curious about. He's guilty as sin. Come on, guys. Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? Possible in order to manipulate people. I'm not excusing them. It is designed to do what it does. It's disgusting and it's effective, apparently. It really is. It really is. Look at our. So could it be as simple? You know, just just maybe like both of you give an answer to this one. But could it be as simple as exposing pedogate? You know, getting people actually to see it for what it is to to stop virtually all wars right now because we just heard from Archbishop Vagano mm-hmm. saying that um, Gaza, um, the reason that people that politicians cannot say anything about it is because they're being blackmailed um, by Pedogate. You know, they, there's dirt on everybody, mm-hmm. and if you don't know somebody, like if if you actually didn't do it, you know about it, and to me that kind of mm-hmm. makes it just as bad. If you know everybody around you is raping children and you don't say anything, yeah. I don't I don't know what Remember? kind of human being does that, you know? Anyway, Remember but uh, Do you remember when McCain's wife said, oh, everybody knew about Epstein? I mean, yes. Yes. Hello. Can you imagine just saying that publicly? Oh, we all knew about Nonchalant, it. like, you know. Yeah. There's a clip from ABC News where the lady got, one of the presenters got caught on a hot mic. She's saying, we had it all. We had the entire story. And they killed it. They killed the story. Mm -hmm. So they've they've known all along, and they let him get away with it, and they gave him a pass because, A, either they had dirt on them, or B, uh, 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 you know, they... He was serving some master. Yeah, there's a meme out there. there there's a meme out there that I'm sure everybody's seen it. That's got spider, like three spider men, men, um, both like all pointing guns at the other spider man. You know, like that's what's going on. It's every like that's the visualization of what's going on right now is that everybody's got dirt on everybody, and so nothing can change. Yeah, nothing can change. And, of course, you just hear, oh, it Trump's on the list all the time. Oh, my God. That's and he's so not. frustrating. Yes. It's like it he's on there one time for a domestic flight. And then people are like, well, he had his own private plane. Why would he need a ride? Dumb ass. Because like, that, what, maybe his yeah, plane was, because somewhere that else? was the setup. Maybe the plane was a that setup, was a is setup. that what you said? Well, it was that part of the setup. Yes, so that was part the of the setup. Of his the island was the setup. The house was the setup. Yes, exactly right. Where did this guy come from? Okay, does anybody know like where he came from? Is it you know? Is it a weird that Leslie Wexner, um, the head of L Brands, which is 
Victoria's Secret um, and and a bunch of others. Um, the, the owner of this of this company, this massive company, just gifts Jeffrey Epstein a mansion. It you know one of the most expensive uh, mansions, penthouse man, not even penthouse mansions, just a mansion in New York City in Manhattan. Like, does anybody question where that came from? What about the island? Oh, where did the island come from? Oh, two come islands, on. by the way. He's hedge funds. He's he's does currency trading. What's up? Come on, guys. No, yeah, sure, 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 sure. 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 Did you hear? Did because you all hedge fund managers get gifted penthouses in Manhattan, right? Yes. Did you hear Eric Weinstein describe his encounter? That no. Quite chilling. Well. He said that – I'll try to remember as many details as possible, but he got invited to meet with him, and Epstein walks in, and he said, well, I was just doing some currency trading, and it was kind of just felt like a joke because it was like – he said, people who do currency trading don't talk like that. And then right. he had this long, long table that – Eric said resembled a coffin with a American flag on it and then he spilled coffee on it and then there was a girl a young girl who came on his lap and was sitting on his lap and she was bouncing up and down so that her bosom bounced up and down and uh-huh. I don't remember exactly uh-huh. what else but he said it was, it was very symbolic and it was extremely menacing and that it was very clear what was happening that, you know, that something untoward was happening, that it was meant to be sure. uh, a honey trap. It was just so obvious. Right. And then we've got Palm Beach. Well, and we've got two islands. And then um, I'm not sure if... Um, the Manhattan sure Penthouse, too. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. That's, that was my yeah. whole point, is that he had one of the largest mansions in Manhattan... And, yes. and he just kind of came out of nowhere. And then now Ghislaine Maxwell. And there's actually a really good, I may play it if you guys are up for it, because it's really informative. Let me just see if I can find it. Um, I have this uh, really graceful, our, you know, our fave, um, did a um, did one, uh, a, uh, a quick synopsis on Ghislaine Maxwell and where she came from. Um Okay, let me see if I can find it. Cause that's- and r- while you're looking for it, I just want to read uh, something that came up as well. Apparently, um, Jeffrey Epstein was w- the original um, – Epstein was co-founder of the Clinton Global Initiative. Yes. There's documents where – yeah, okay. right. So, so since we know they were harvesting children with the Clinton Global Initiative, the fact that he's on this, um, on this, uh, as starting the um, the Clinton Global Initiative, co-founder, so they can mm-hmm. go out and harvest children. So gross. Go ahead. We love this. Uh, simply graceful or extremely really? graceful. Really? What's her name again? Oh. Really, oh, really graceful. graceful. I just love her. Yeah, it's funny. Like it, it's it's funny. Like you change your name depending on on how you feel about her. It's like uh, she's mostly graceful. Like, um, she's, she's simply graceful. Graceful, <laughs> simply graceful, extremely graceful. Okay. Um, I, I can't find it on my on my uh, on my list here, but I I probably really easy to find. 
uh, on YouTube. Really graceful. Maxwell. Um, and they talk about, the okay, yeah, the House of, uh, House of Maxwell. Um, let's, where's her channel? Um, this, mm, let me see. I'll look through my channels. Um, but yeah, it just, there she is. It really just seems like everything, um, uh, that we've been saying for okay. years is coming through, and um, I don't know why we're not getting uh, more apology notes. Um, has Have you guys gotten any <laughs> apology notes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I was expecting. Just more I was expecting. People angry at Trump. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-uh-uh. They anyway. don't look at any. They just look at CNN and MSNBC and chase whatever shiny thing is being dangled by them. Okay, I found it. Is that your family or friends or people? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, No, keep going. I I found it, but yeah, um, you guys finish your thought on this. Oh, um, and I think this is Ty, Uh actually. Online. Hello. uh, This is Ty. Uh, Yeah, you're a little far away, but Ty's with us, guys. Hi, Ty. Hi, Ty. How are you doing? <laughs> doing Happy great. We're, you wanna you wanna give us uh, some quick thoughts on the Epstein list besides yawn? Yeah, well, yeah, besides yawn. Um, you know, we uh, people like me and Mary Hollingsworth have that list already. We posted it already. We knew that was yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, and it was ironic kind of at that point because it was just like. I think I, I, we, I think we all knew that nothing was going to come of that, but it's just weird that people were kind of surprised that nothing had. They're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Huh? I mean, okay, if, you, um, if you actually watch uh, that, that, that prosecution of uh, Maxwell was hilarious. That was cartoonish. That was cartoonish idiocy. So. Yeah. Yeah. But this is actually, I'm going to play, this is a really graceful on um, the Maxwell family and how they all play into this. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it really does just simple, like, it just, um, like, clearly connects the Maxwell family with Mossad. Um, and are, are you guys ready for this or any thoughts? Well, we're good. My one thought is that didn't Mossad kill her father? So I'm um, about what the exact association is. Somebody yeah. killed him. Well, something like that. <laughs> something in yeah. that regard, yeah. And it's, it's, it's part of, of course, the it all hotel, has right? symbolic with these people. Um, the name of the boat was, Giz, uh, was Ghislaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yes. There are, there are rings within rings, and she's, of course, another fall person. And it's, it's evident by the trial, which we'll cover in a minute. I mean, I have details about that trial. It's like, well, you should know that was going to be a fraud from the very beginning, so... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and play this. I might not play the whole thing, but it's not that long. So um, here we go. Three, two, one. I wish I could. I wish I could take out the intro music, but it's not that long. Hey, Internet friends, as we continue to chronicle the strange happenings of 2020 on this channel, between riots and coughs, a rather curious case has emerged. And no, we're not talking about the fake alien invasion. 
which is certainly scheduled for later this year. Rather, I'm talking about the latest update on Galen Maxwell, who was arrested by the FBI within the last week. I'll be blunt with you, I'm not ready to make a video on the latest updates because this script is one we've all seen before and it was baloney the first time too. So instead, we're talking about bloodlines, specifically the bloodline of spook royalty, the Maxwells. The mainstream media has rarely covered this ancestral context and while alternative media has, you know how I am, I just want it simplified in, in like 15 minutes or less because I need some context from the past to navigate the present, but I also don't want to go cross-eyed staring at my computer screen for hours. So today, we're talking about the House of Maxwell, and we're starting with Big Papa Maxwell. Originally born as Abraham Lieb in Czechoslovakia in 1923, the official origin story of the House of Maxwell begins in squalor, in an impoverished village where winters were cold, food was scarce, and apparently, a few dozen name changes were par for the course. Soon, Abraham Lieb's name transformed to Jan Abraham Ludwig, and with this name, at age 16, he left his village, dyeing his hair in an unnatural black color, marching off with his mother's advice. Act like an Englishman. The English are successful. Don't screw this up, twerp. And so he followed his mother's advice. If he were ever to achieve his family's dream of a Jewish homeland in Palestine, there were sacrifices to be made, especially as whispers of war traveled across Europe. And with those whispers, waves of what was dubbed anti-Semitic messages spread over radio stations. Upon hearing this talk, Abraham Lieb or Jan Abraham Ludwig or whatever the heck Robert Maxwell's name was at that time, took it upon himself to cast a better depiction of his people. So before World War II had even started, Robert Maxwell became a storyteller, telling those who would listen that he'd lied about his age so he could join the local Czech resistance movement in Budapest a tale which he would relate to the BBC decades later, but it was a lie. There was no Czech resistance at that time in Budapest because there were no German soldiers in the city. But the facts didn't matter. It was the emotion from the story that mattered, which is perhaps why Robert Maxwell went on to become such a successful media mogul. By the time he requested to join the British Army's Pioneer Corps, he was going by the name Jan Hotch, perhaps because it sounded a little more English and a little less well. You know, n not English, because he certainly didn't speak any at the time. He kept pushing to enlist in the English ranks, setting his sights on the 6th Battalion of the North Staffordshire Regiment. And with a few character endorsements, Jan Hodge found himself in the 17th Infantry Brigade Intelligence Unit. But this time, he changed his name to Leslie Dumouray, Dumouray being a popular cigarette brand. And Leslie Dumouray was popular with British soldiers too, so much so that he became a second lieutenant shortly after his 21st birthday. But the commanding officer took him aside saying that Dumouray wasn't an acceptable name for an officer in the North Staff. So he suggested a Scottish alias instead, Ian Robert Maxwell. And from then on, this was THE Robert Maxwell, a man from nowhere that would take on the world. All that was missing was a wife. Maxwell no longer had to brag about battles he'd never fought. He was seeing plenty of action in 1944 when he arrived in the newly liberated Paris for a few days of rest and relaxation, where an arranged pairing between Allied servicemen and Parisians was orchestrated by the Paris Welcome Committee. And among the eager ladies was a woman named Elizabeth Maynard, the underfed and frail 23-year-old daughter of a silk merchant with a Protestant middle-class background who was immediately taken by Maxwell's presence. They were married and together they had nine children over the span of 16 years. 
But unlike their post-wartime counterparts, they weren't looking to settle in their newfound peaceful life. Robert had other ideas. While Elizabeth found purpose in fostering relations between Christians and Jews throughout her career, focusing on Holocaust history and organizing conferences around the goal of combating anti-Semitism, her husband chased power and influence. One of the outcomes of World War II was the establishment of the State of Israel within the region known as Palestine, a place that the newly formed United Nations had allocated as the Jewish state. Maxwell was key in the creation of Israel given that he used his contacts to help smuggle aircraft parts to Israel during the 1948 War of Independence. Officially established in 1949, Mossad became the National Intelligence Agency of Israel, aimed at intelligence collection, covert operations, and counterterrorism. Sort of like the Israeli equivalent of the CIA. It's assumed that shortly after the establishment of the State of Israel in Maxwell's rise to power, that Maxwell was recruited by Mossad. In 1964, with Maxwell representing the left-leaning Socialist Labor Party, he was elected as a member of parliament for Buckingham and re-elected in 1966. After his government run, Maxwell had used his contacts in the Allied occupation to build his business empire, becoming a distributor for a scientific book company and then eventually buying a controlling stake in a publisher by the name of Butterworth Springer, whose name was changed to Pergamon Press and then catapulted to prolific greatness. Pergamon, which would have been located in modern-day Turkey, was an ancient Greek city known for its altar, the Pergamon Altar, also known as the Seat of Satan. That was brought over to Berlin in 1930. I thought that was an interesting aside, but moving right along, not only did Israeli intelligence take an interest in Maxwell's publishing companies, specifically the scientific journals he published, but the KGB also took notice, as did MI6. Intelligence agencies of every country did deal in one thing after all, information, the flow and collection of it. As electronic communications became more refined over the decades, a software called Promise Software was developed for the specific purpose of monitoring and managing federal government databases and was bankrolled by the U.S. Department of Justice. It was licensed under the condition that the U.S. did not modify or distribute the software. Well, that promise didn't last long because, as the story goes, it was realized that the program had more capabilities than the original intended use, which was to monitor court cases. But someone figured out if they sold the software to banks, the program could actually electronically spy on folks in real time, specifically monitoring the flow of money. Under the guise of protecting U.S. national interests, U.S. intelligence took the program to an Indian reservation and the program was altered to create a backdoor to allow government spying. As the story goes, Israel wanted to buy the software but couldn't afford it, so they stole it and became a vendor for the software. Well, guess who had access to Promise and the backdoor? You guessed it, Robert Maxwell. One of Promise's stories was that it was sold to Middle Eastern arms dealers and even allegedly used by Osama bin Laden to obtain intel on the U.S. that led to the attacks of 9-11, if you believe that official story. In 1984, Maxwell acquired Mirror Group newspapers, which included the Daily Mirror. And pretty much everyone who worked at Mirror Group said Robert Maxwell was a crook and a liar. To say that this guy was a media mogul at this point would be an understatement. He had his hands in everything. MTV, New York Daily News, Macmillan Publishers, Nimbus Records, European newspapers, tabloids, and even a home computer company. So when I look at this guy, I see someone who is firstly privy to the latest information and he collects it. And two, 
He's a guy who is uniquely able to control the flow of information to the public, whether that be through educational texts, gossip columns, or even biographies about world leaders. It's a perfect job for an operative, a perfect job for a spy. All that's missing are sharks with laser beams. In 1991, Maxwell died a mysterious death off the Canary Islands where his naked body was found floating off his yacht, named the Lady Glen after his daughter. There is much debate over the cause of his death, whether it was the result of a heart attack, suicide, or hit job. Either way, he had a lavish funeral in Israel. And the Israeli Prime Minister eulogized him, saying that Maxwell had done more for Israel than can today be said. It's debated whether Maxwell was Mossad or Israeli military intelligence, and where his actual loyalty rested, as the billionaire publisher was rumored to have spoken eight languages fluently and was an asset for MI6, KGB, and Mossad. It appears his main loyalty was to Israel, but when you behave the way Maxwell did, I wonder if your only loyalty is really to yourself. It later came out that Maxwell was responsible for stealing 460 million pounds from the Mirror Group pension fund, amounting to about $1.1 billion to finance his operations and his lifestyle. All right, and that, my friends, was my super fast summary of Robert Maxwell, Israel's Super Spy by Gordon Thomas and Martin Dillon. But all this spy business didn't end there. In fact, it stayed in the family. It's theorized that Galena was heavily affected by her father's death and demise of his reputation. Her status and fortune had taken a hit, and thus Epstein provided her re-entry to the society to which she was accustomed, even though that uh, the key to that society was blackmail. I, however, suspect she was much less prey and altogether more predator, being spook family royalty and all. Galen's twin sisters, Christine and Isabel, were apparently internet pioneers who founded Magellan Web Search Service. Magellan was one of the very first search engines that was live on the internet from 1995 to 2001. Imagine the data collection potential of manning a search engine. Find out an important person's IP address and keep a log of their inquiries, or perhaps even their darkest desires. Excellent blackmail potential, but I digress. The search engine was very popular amongst users. It really had the momentum to become Google, but the company sold out, only for Galen's sisters to chase a spooky new endeavor. Christine founded Kiliad, which is a data analytics company who managed to obtain big-time government contracts, ranging from the FBI, CIA, and the software was likely even preloaded onto HP servers going back to the early 2000s. The firm's software was behind the data search technology used by the FBI's counterterrorism data warehouse. And the company's advisory board includes Alan Wade, former CIO of the CIA. So at this juncture, since we've seen it before and history repeats, we ask, does Kiliad have a backdoor much like Promise Software that Papa Maxwell used and it was sold to foreign governments? Christine is not an American, and a quick Google search and understanding of her family background would lead you to believe that her loyalty lies with Israel. So how and why did Kiliad get contracts with the United States government to surveil individuals under the guise of counterterrorism? Hmm. The line of questioning becomes even more damning when we factor in Our Lady of the Hour, Galen Maxwell, and the accusations of running a sexual blackmail operation with the abuse of underage victims, then turning around to weaponize that abuse to blackmail individuals for, presumably, political gain, as she's been accused numerous times of being a Mossad operative. Seriously, the continuous thread here is Mossad, so what do you Mossad people want? 
Can you just come out with your list of demands already and get it over with? What are normal people supposed to do with the idea that some of the most powerful people in the world, the people who run their governments, their media, whatever, people with access to the nuclear codes are controlled by sexual blackmail with minors? And am I really supposed to buy this whole story about Galen Maxwell being arrested by the FBI with no footage of the arrest, no mugshot, no nothing? It took a long time to arrest her. Did this time afford her enough space to delete or move or whatever blackmail or evidence she had on others? Now we have reports that she's on suicide watch in a New York jail rife with COVID. So how's this exit strategy going to go? The way of Epstein? By suicide or by plague? And is any of it real? How convenient is it that the Maxwell sisters are pioneers of the modern internet, completely intertwined with U.S. intelligence agencies? I would define myself as a slightly optimistic realist, so as much as I want to ride the hype wave that justice is around the corner, I feel like we're getting a bit hoodwinked here. A family of foreign spies who've influenced United States policy, intelligence agencies, news media, and even the internet? Well, they seem like a tricky bunch. What do you think, internet friends? You know I always look forward to your comments. Thank you so much for watching, subscribing, and supporting me on Patreon. Bye! Wow, that was a lot, I know, but... Good times, very good times. And this is what she said, it in, was it 2020 she did that video? Yeah. Right. It, so here we are, it's like, it's like a crystal ball, right? Look what's going on, you know, it, right now. Like, I, you know I don't like to talk about Israel and Palestine on the show, but come on, like, the dots are almost yeah. touching people. Mm-hmm. She, she talked about it. She talked about it before, before she actually, yeah, she talked about it before the trial itself, which and then we got Ian, Ian Mary Hollingsworth was following the trial, pretty pretty in depth litigation of it anyway. And from the very beginning, you were like, "Yep, this is what we're talking about." Rings within rings within rings. She's a fall guy, as most people are. Um, you could tell because the prosecutor was Comey's daughter, um, uh-huh. and she was prosecuted that Friday. She was prosecuted that Friday. That Friday on Christmas Day, you know, because people will be watching. So that's a sham. And also what, what she was prosecuted for, she wasn't prosecuted for a ring. She was prosecuted independently. As if she was doing it by herself, nobody was connected, nobody else involved. They got her on, on a lone prosecution. Well, then what does that tell you? <laughs> what does that tell you right there? The way it was prosecuted, the times in which it was done so, the people involved, they were never going to release them. That was never going to happen. That was going to topple everybody like that. They can't. It would never allow. That's why they're rings within rings. They, they insulate themselves from you. That's exactly yeah. the foundation of why they have. And they use everyone. They use media, celebrities, athletes, medical establishment, everything. That's the PR yep. campaign. That's the whole mm-hmm. function of it. You're not going to get them that quickly. You're just not. It's not going to happen. Like, you're going to have there, to go do some intense battle with these people. So. Yeah. There, there was a lot of good stuff that happened under, under Trump. A lot of, like, kind of high-profile arrest in, in areas that you wouldn't necessarily think are part of the, the gate, the, you know, in the pedo gate. Um, in, including but, Jeffrey yeah, and, and Epstein. People, and, people that were yeah. Yeah, and, and people that were free to speak, including Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman specifically said he was not allowed to make his documentary until Trump had filed his two executive orders. That was exactly why he was allowed to do so, for that reason. Right. And, and he, Corey he, Feldman he, he opened the front gate. He really did. Yeah. And let's remind everybody that Corey Feldman hung out with Michael Jackson and a whole awful lot, and he was molested. And he, yes. to this day, says that, that, he, that Michael Jackson never molested him, never touched him. 
So yeah, it's um, the same thing Macaulay Culkin was the same thing. Macaulay Culkin also yep. said Michael Jackson was not in. He was protecting us from those people. He was protecting yeah. us from those people. Because he was in those yeah. circles. He knew who those people were. And Michael Jackson would have exposed them. They didn't want him to do that. He was worth more dead right. than he was alive for that reason. And they were pranked and went to Houston. Uh, yeah, and then um, also, uh, what, what about Larry Nazar? That's another thing you, you mentioned. That's um, athletics and academics. Um, Larry Nazar yeah. was a gymnast, like a gymnastics coach that molested a whole, like all kinds of teams. And mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so it, it's everywhere. It's, it, it is the pillars of our society are just infested with this. Yeah, we, we don't, we don't, we're trying to get people to understand this. It's not a fluke. It's a, I want people to start getting this into their mind. It took me a while to, to, really, to really log this in my mind. It is a multi-billion dollar industry. It's an industry. It's not a fluke. It's an industry, okay? <laughs> it's bigger than yeah. poison and guns. It's very, very, it's a colonial secret that's been since the very beginning. And people need to start getting this in their head. They have to. It's not just like random people doing it. There's an industry for producing it. Women that yeah. specifically only... Give the only breed children with no identification so that they can be slaughtered and raped. That, I mean, that's a real thing that's happening, really, like in the real world. So yep. it's, it's unpleasant, but it is true. That's just the reality. I'm sorry. So, Kate, are you, when you say industry, sorry, when you say industry, are you talking about human trafficking or are you talking yes, about yes. children? Human trafficking, yes. no. organ harvesting. This human trafficking um, yeah. is, is the general. That's, that's a, human includes adults. The children's trafficking is part mm-hmm. of that. So. Yes. Thank you. One more example under Trump was Nexium, I believe. Yes. Right? Remember Danielle when we covered Keith Ranieri's arrest? Oh, that was such a good day. That was oh, such that, a good yeah. day, sweetheart. Yeah. And I that is interesting because it, it links a whole bunch of, of industries, political, Hollywood, uh, religion, even, you know, um, so yeah, that's a crazy that was at the time. That was at the time when Story Daniels was all the rage, even though she was part of that cult. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So yeah. funny. So funny. Was to, um, Gillibrand, Kristen Gillibrand's uh, father was their attorney. Uh, yeah, just all kinds yep. of, yep. like, that's a Weird. web. That's a crazy web. If you go, if you watch the documentary, how did they start? They have started as an anti-Donald Trump cult. How interesting! So, this is the anatomy. I was talking about this earlier. This is the anatomy of of a media cover-up when it when it comes to like we were talking about the release of the um of the the client list or the the names list right that were uh, associates yeah. or clients and yeah. um and then how the media uh covered it up basically like talked about other things um talked about dead people mm-hmm. and you know like Stephen Hawking's and um and Michael Jackson right being part of it and um and of course everybody's like Trump 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 in, in the background when it it says nothing about Trump, except for he took one uh, in, uh, national flight, like within the country flight um, from Palm Beach. Yeah. And, and a lot of people, and, a lot, and actually a lot of celebrities did this, were not involved with that. You know, I mean, it's just, they just, he yeah. knew everyone. So that's the whole, so everyone could potentially be implicated just on that alone. It's like a guilt by association, which is the only way you can get Trump on anything anyway. He had his own office Yeah, but how, how sad is it that they focus on dead people? Why? Because dead people can't defend themselves. That's why they focus on those people. <laughs> Right. Well, and, and what? And there's no you can't. Yeah, you can't yeah, prosecute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
There's no, there's no harm, no foul there. No harm, no foul. Right. So. Yeah. Um, like like Jimmy Savile, they try to say that Jimmy Savile, like, you know, obviously we know now that Jimmy Savile worked for the BBC for 50 years and, the, and you know, raped over 500 uh, children and um, and the BBC covered for him for all that time. But then once he yeah, died, everybody knew. Everybody knew. he was the only one doing it. He, you know, and it's that, and that's another right, part by, of right, the Yeah, Just by exactly. himself, <laughs> just by himself. He had, you see? Yeah. They just, there was they, they, nothing they there but And then they mm-hmm. just swapped them off. They swapped them off. He did. He will be a sacrifice. They just sacrifice people. Bye. Good luck. Yeah. They're fall guys. It's in their contract. That's part of their contract is they will be fall guys. That's the whole, they have no choice. They have no option in it. So, yeah, exactly. And they have people watching them to make sure that that happens. I mean, it's, yeah. they're not here to play with you on it. They're really not. They're 140 yeah. steps ahead at all times. They know. They already know. We're not going to catch them off guard with our outrage. It's not going to happen. So we just need to right. be prepared for that. Okay. We have to. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, R. Kelly, right? That was kind of a fall guy too. You know, he, he went to jail for yeah. a while. Um, I think he's got, did he and get that out? Only, or? That was when the lead across Daddy. No, 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 he didn't get out. He started, and, 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 well, because they knew that was, that was the catalyst. It was going to lead to Puff Daddy and Sean Carter's next, Beyonce's husband, Jay-Z. They're all going, they're all in a row. They will all, they will systematically go down. They will, they will, because they're all late. Mm-hmm. They all did the same stuff. They all work on the same people. They can't hide it. They can't hide it forever. They can hide for a long time, but not forever. Not forever. As long as right. they live, the, the truth will be exposed one or the other. So. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed now. I mean, everybody knows that Kevin Spacey was already on the list, already on the island. Uh, but I'm a little disappointed in Tucker at this point now for letting him do his Christmas message on Tucker Carlson. Wasn't that weird? Oh, no. We just said the same exact thing. It's possible yeah, he's a gatekeeper. Remember, they have, they, have people that are, they have people that are half on us or just people that, that, they don't, that are not overtly against us, but they're watching. Does that make sense? Because technically, we're considered gatekeepers, too. Technically. No, Chomsky's a gatekeeper. Like, they, they say real things, but they also don't allow much else. You know what I mean? So right. It's, it's yeah, one of those. So they're, they're, they're very cautious. They, they create their own, they create their, what is it called? Um, it's, they create their own opposition to themselves as well. What better way to do that than to control the narrative of yourself against yourself by creating yourself? Very well done. Very good PR. Yeah, content. wow. So, very complicated. What I heard about, what I heard about, Stacey on Tucker, on Tucker Carlson. Also, now we have um, Chris Tucker, who's on the list. So I don't want to confuse anybody with the Tuckers here. Oh, um, right, right. So, yeah. Chris Tucker being black. Um, yeah. So anyway, Tucker Carlson, somebody was saying that they thought he had him on to show that it's all fake or something. Like, we're all in a show and... Um, it's like he because he had that show where he played the president, where he played kind of a version of the right, president. Right. I don't know. You notice, you notice none of these actors are around anymore? All these these are multi-million dollar actors who are making millions and millions of dollars for these companies. Now they're all gone. Yeah. They're not dead. They're just not working anymore. That's interesting. I wonder why that is. <laughs> I wonder yeah. why that could be. What if they're attracting right. too much attention? That might be it. So... So this is especially with this, especially with the scathing Cat Williams interview that just came out yesterday and it's gone viral crazy. So, I saw it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I missed it. You, oh my god! So he talks a lot about how people get wrapped up in this stuff. 
Mm, okay, yeah. can somebody send yeah. it in? A, I, mean, he, yeah. I mean, he named names, honey. He named names. <laughs> it, was, it was like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. So, so I'm wondering if yeah, we can yeah. do the good news report so I can go out and feed the chickens. Um, yeah. It's um, up to you, And right? then remind me afterwards, okay. I'm playing that uh, that Isaac Cappy uh, brackets and jackets. It just, it's been too long. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, brackets all right. And jackets. So, Okay, so are you going to play the Clay Higgins-Tucker Carlson interview, or is it just too long? It's a little too long. We can definitely talk about it. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I okay. want to talk, because we haven't even well, gotten to the agenda yet. <clears throat> right. Well, that's, yes. So uh, it, it, I'm going to start there. The, one of the best interviews I've ever seen. That tar- and, and that's saying something because I love Tucker Carlson, even though that was weird with the Kevin Spacey thing. That was kind of, it was strange. There was just, that was some, one of the strangest things I've ever seen. But Tucker Carlson did an interview with uh, a congress- congressman, Clay Higgins. Clay Higgins is a cop. He started his life off as a military guy. Then he went into law enforcement and then he became a congressman. He is America first. He's MAGA. Um, always has been, always will be, like, and he makes no excuses about it. Since we, so even though the media tried to tell us that that uh, we lost 2022, we didn't, because now we have Congress and we have the chairmanships of investigative committees, and even though the media doesn't talk about which is typical. This is why I hate the media is because it's, it's more about what they don't report on. This is the problem. Uh, very quietly in the background, they've been investigating January 6th and what happened. And Clay Higgins came out with a couple of bombshell statements um, on, on this interview, and I sure wish we had time, but it's, it's 41 minutes because he's a slow-talking southern boy. Okay. Right. This is this, this is like a that. overlapping topic, right? So you you're doing this now on the good news report. We what we may play uh, yeah. clips of it later in the in the January sixth segment. Um, but yeah, I'm glad okay. you're covering it now, just in case we can't get to it. So, yeah. So the good news is that that uh, they definitely have evidence. He has video evidence of uh, law enforcement dressing up as Trump supporters and coming out of the Capitol building to open the doors to let Trump supporters in. It was entrapment, which we know that, but now we have a a sitting Mm -hmm. congressman saying that. It's not just us going, you you know, saying that. They have, they have video evidence and uh, uh, of those, we did. We, you know what, you and I, Ty, uh, Ty, Danielle, I'm sure uh, Kate can pick up pick out the Antifa and the feds in the crowd, even though the people that are yeah. there in amongst we, it, they, you they can't. About, you, you saw the flyers. You saw the flyers in September when yeah. they were recruiting people to specifically do that for January. Yeah. I don't know what these people talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yes. anyway, yeah. Well, and he, he keeps, when he talks, he's very specific about saying January 4th, 5th, and 6th. He doesn't just talk about January 6th. He, he, when he talks about the entrapment occurring and then the other big bombshell in this in this uh, interview is he said it, it was long before January 4th, 5th, and 6th. He said that the feds were going out and finding COVID 
deniers, uh, the people that were pissed off at the government over shutting us down and infiltrating those, getting them that way to the Capitol Mm -hmm. and then entrapping them when they got there. Mm-hmm. So not only so so it was going on for a couple of years. So so basically, what I have said all along is that they killed three million people by deliberately releasing a quote unquote pandemic on this country in order to change the results of an election. Throughout that process, while we were locked down in our homes and and pissed off and seeing what they were doing to us, they were infiltrating the groups that were the most vociferous and encouraging them to come on January 6th and then entrapping them and then, and then arresting them without conviction. There's been people sitting in, in custody for three years now. And so these people are as evil as it gets, so much for good news. But the truth is, is that they know this now. They know for a fact it's all coming. That's the good news. Whenever I talk about stuff that just makes us sad and distressed and pissed off, it's, it's because it's coming to light. Now, whether anybody will go to jail for it, I'm still not convinced, okay? The confirmation is always good news, so let's, no matter what. Confirmation no, is confirmation good news. Is Always good news. And speaking of confirmation, uh, the first piece of good news that I'm going to cover today is, um, again, this is stuff that doesn't get reported on in the mainstream media, uh, that all we hear about is the big lie from the 2020 election. Um, So I'm going to talk about, but I'm going to talk about the 2020 election because guess what? It was stolen and we know it. Okay. So um, there are cases being lawfare uh, the, across this nation of people who dared to say that we believe that the election was stolen from us. One of them is an organization called True the Vote. Anybody, pop quiz, ding, 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 True the Vote did what? What is, what is True the Vote? Anybody know? Mm-hmm. It's crack. Okay, I, I'm sorry, I have to step away, but I do know. Go. Um, it's uh, election an election integrity group that go like almost like a, it is they're the um, ones that yeah judicial watch kind of does that kind of same stuff. Yep, you're right. They are also the one that produced two thousand mules. Oh, through yeah. the vote defeats. Yeah. That's so here we go. So during That's all of this stuff, Mark Elias and Stacey Abrams sued through the vote. Um, because, again, this is all about silencing people that, that are still saying, in spite of what they've tried to do to us, still saying that 2020 was stolen <clears throat> and that specific states, we can prove it. <clears throat> Catherine Engelbrecht and, um, and Greg Phillips, true to both, have said, long said that Georgia was stolen from the American people. Because they keep saying it, they got sued by uh, Stacey Abrams and Mark Elias at the Biden Department of Justice, okay? Guess what? They lost. The, ju- the Department of Justice, Stacey Abrams, and Mark Elias. Did you guys know that? Did you hear about this in the news? No. That's right, Ty. That's right. Okay, so the, the, the case was called Fair Fight at All versus True the Vote at All. 
January 2nd, 2024, True the Vote, TTV, declares a decisive victory in their legal battle against Stacey Abrams' fair fight legal teams led by Mark Elias and the Biden Department of Justice. Hmm. They were – a federal court in the Northern District of Georgia today affirmed that citizens ha- – listen to this. I, I know you'll be shocked. Are you all sitting down? That citizens mm-hmm. have the right to lawfully petition their government in support of election integrity. Can you believe it? Without wow. fear of persecution or prosecution. I know this is shocking news in the United States of America, but it is legal <laughs> for citizens to petition their government in support of election integrity. I, you know, this is big news, isn't it? In a resounding vindication, TTV successfully defended its actions of December 2020, aiding Georgia citizens in filing electric challenges based on data showing over 364,000 voters appeared to be ineligible to vote due to a change in residency. So pay attention. So they encouraged citizens to file challenges because of these 364,000 votes, because what happens when these illegal votes get thrown into the pool, then mine gets thrown out. Mine gets nullified. Okay, so the so so you can you know Stacey Abrams bullshit all day long about uh, voter suppression. Well, that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. The victory is a testament to every American's constitutional right to free speech and the importance of actively participating in the electoral process. Get out, get out, and and fight. True the Vote President Catherine Engelbrecht affirmed today's ruling sends a clear message to those who would attempt to control the course of our nation through lawfare and intimidation of American citizens. We will not be silenced. True the Vote lead attorney Jake Evans stated after almost three years, they've been fighting this case for three years. Think about all the money and time and resources after that these lawfare assholes. A uh, two-week federal trial with plaintiff calling 12 witnesses, Judge Stephen Jones awarded a complete defense verdict for all defendants. This decision is monumental. It vindicates true the vote in totality and establishes that eligibility challenges under Section 230 are a proper method to ensure voter rolls are accurate. I'm grateful to help achieve this great victory. Um, so here's what they did. They challenged those um, registrations for people that – and votes – people that had already moved uh, a long time ago. So they go in, they grab these these old registrations, and they vote with a fake vote in these people's name, okay? And what happened is, is you're not allowed to say that, according to Stacey Abrams and Mark Elias. You can't do that. And they went after these people and sued them for doing it, okay? And they lost, okay? But keep in mind that this decision – also, it's in a federal court. That means that all, everybody else has to abide by it, too. So that's the good news. Okay. So we talked a little bit about this um, a, a few minutes ago uh, about um, watch the birdie. Okay. So watch mm-hmm. the birdie means that whenever something, um, there's lots of noise and craziness, you should be paying attention to other things that are going on. Um, So if you remember, and I I said this a few minutes ago, so I'm just going to reiterate it because it's important, that um, two weeks ago we hear they're going to drop the Epstein list finally. They're going to release them to the public. And, you know, Marsha Blackburn was, you know, waving the flag saying, I pushed them and I made them do it and blah, 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 blah. And they said they were going to release those documents on January 3rd. 
okay? Wednesday, January 3rd. On Tuesday, January 2nd, the documents were released, the first tranche of them, about Jeffrey Epstein, Blair, 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 all across. Additionally, at the same time, um, something happened in Florida where there was a police presence like you've never seen at a mall in Georgia. And, oh, and the, the word was there were <laughs> aliens. The, the Nephilim were at the aliens, yep. the angels, the Nephilim, whatever you want to call them, were at this mall. And they're trying to hide it from the public, but, you know, saying it was a bunch of teenagers fighting. But there were 4,000 cop cars around this mall, okay, for a teenage fight. Uh, Danielle, what was the other yeah, thing that, uh, that, that happened that same day that kind of took the focus that, that was the birdie? What was the, you named the third one. What was it, Danielle, uh, that happened that same shooting, day? And well? I don't know if it happened that, uh, the day before or the day of. Okay, right. It was a school shooting, I think, in Ohio. Um, that one kind of went in and out very quickly because the perpetrator, turns out, was an LGBTQ accident or advocate, and we can't really be talking about that because even though that's happening more and more and they more, they do no harm. Uh, they can do no harm. That. Regardless right. of how horrible they are, no. they can do no harm. So that's just what it is. Well, no, 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 no. let me just if say he, really if, quickly. If, if the person – yeah, let me let me yeah, let me just say really quickly that um we still have like the MK Ultra element of this. Um and people are yes. and I would argue that this community would be the the strongest um or the the they're uh the most prevalent among these um you know, the MK Ultra yes. program that are still being still going on of right now. They, they can just turn somebody on and go in and do a school shooting. Yeah. Just distract from 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 whatever's going on and i i, I believe that most of it, that is what's happening and the the guy in new was it new jersey i think they they flip a switch and get them to go when they're trying to distract from what's happening in the public because guess what happened um on january 2nd donald trump released his report on the election being stolen in Jan, on january in january excuse me this, november of 2020. The report is comprehensive. It's all this stuff that see you and I and we all know. We watched it happen with our own effing eye. Um, but it's it's just as comprehensive as it gets. It lays it out in a 32-page document. Um, and the the introduction that the and I'm going to read the introduction and the part of the introduction and the summary of what he's released to us. And I, I encourage everyone to read this document so that you can shove up the noses of people who um, are still saying it's a conspiracy theory because they're liars. Investigations in the swing states, this is um, uh, Donald Trump speaking in the introduction. Um, it has been, been repeated there is, quote, unquote, no evidence of fraud in the 2020 election. In actuality, there is evidence, no evidence that Joe Biden won the 2020 election. Ongoing investigations in the swing states reveal hundreds of thousands of votes were altered and or lawfully cast in the presidential election. Joe Biden needed them. On election night, November 3rd, 2020, President Donald J. Trump was sailing to re-election with, a landslide, with landslide leads in numerous battlegrounds. In Georgia, President Trump was up by 12 points and over 335,000 votes, with 50%, 56% of the vote in at 10.17 p.m. Just a, there's a, a note 
on that. In Wisconsin, President Trump was leading by 121,380 votes and five points at 12.12 a.m., which Fox News anchor Brett Baird noted was not a small margin. In Pennsylvania, President Trump was leading by 659,145 votes at 12.38 a.m., a full 15 points. In Michigan, President Trump was leading by 293,052 votes, 10-point lead. The election was over. However, precincts in Atlanta, Detroit, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Milwaukee kept counting until the results reached the desired outcome, which was the opposite of the will of the voters. Georgia went from having a total of 4.7 million votes, already a record for the state, according to Brad Raffenberger's count, on November 4th to certifying almost 5 million votes. This was 300,000 more votes than what the top elections officials claimed were cast in the election. He goes through each state, Georgia, and there's a lot on Georgia. (laughs) There's there's seven pages of just Georgia, Wisconsin. There's... um, five pages on Wisconsin, each of the, the different things that, they, that we know, and he's got receipts for every single one of them. Pennsylvania, and there's five or six pages of that. Arizona in particular, lots of Arizona uh, pages, and then Michigan. He shows point by point how they stole the election in each of those states, and he's got receipts for every single bit of it. The conclusion is, um, where did where did you put it? Oh, maybe there isn't one. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going back up to the top. <laughs> I swore there was a last page with with a with a conclusion, but um, he says President Trump was right to voice his objections to what had unfolded before the country's eyes. Republican poll watchers were denied access to the counting in multiple jurisdictions and ballots were counted in secret in the middle of the night without media or observers present. Countless irregularities emerged, including reports of ineligible voters, voting machine anomalies, water main breaks in quotes, improbable percentages of ballots for Biden and more. Since investigations across the country have uncovered an avalanche of irregularities, unlawful activity, manipulation of election records, destruction of evidence, and fraud, the findings which are outcome determinative are detailed in the summaries of this case. I highly recommend that you read this document. I'm saving a copy of it to my desktop. If you ever want a copy, I will send it to you. It's a PDF. Pretty cool. So that's the good news for um, about the election. There's um, um, some good news. There was a, a case, the first case filed by um, a J6 participant against Capitol Police. Uh, Derek <clears throat> Bargos is a police officer who pushed him off a ledge trying to kill him. So I look forward to seeing the outcome of that case. Um, let's see. Good news about YouTube, um, they have reversed their policy on election misinformation censorship. So the pressure against these companies that even though they, they told us it was okay for them to do, they're really not allowed to, okay, not in a free country. 
And after all these years, um, YouTube has, uh, and which means Google, has reversed its uh, decision to um, ban videos about, quote, unquote, misinformation and about election uh, election integrity uh, videos. Um, of course, again, they were never really allowed to do that, but they they have been and they've decided that, you know, maybe that's not such a good idea. Um, let's see. Hmm. More good news. Yeah, yeah. So whether okay. they'll actually do it or not and stick to it, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but at least they're admitting that, A, they've been doing it, <laughs> and B, uh, they've decided that they don't, they, that's probably not a great idea. Um, so, um, so that's YouTube? Uh, yes, YouTube has reversed its decision about censorship. <laughs> Amazing. Incredible. All censorship or on the- yeah, I was going to say, do you think I'll get my account uh, back? Uh, you might. Election integrity, perhaps, Danielle. Okay. Um, here's some it's a, it's really great news. Show, but they realize that there's, there's other platforms, there's other platforms that will suffice, but they won't do. So they need to get on track or get out of the way. Here's the thing: it was never okay <laughs> to, for them to do that, mm-hmm. and you know, with a little bit of pressure and a little bit of pushback, and 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 when it comes to monetization, okay, because YouTube was making a fortune off of every little poo butt blogger. Okay, but if people start to say, "Look, if you're going to do this, I'm not going to, you know, post on your site," and no, you can't have the the advertising that's connected to it. You know, eventually they're going to look at their bottom line. Okay, it, it costs them a fortune to do that. Yes. And, and, and so and Rumble's it's, growing. Oh, Rumble's growing daily because of this because of this non- nonsense. So if they want mm-hmm. if they don't want Rumble to take over, they need to start they need to start paying attention. <laughs> they have exactly. To, so. They they do as much as they don't like it, and as much as you know they'll be shrieking and howling and gnashing of teeth from the from the demons. I mean, they they have to keep, keep the doors open. Um, here's some really great news. I want everyone to. Uh, we need a round of applause. Uh, the Washington Post is going to go out of business. It looks like um, the Washington Post is a full, yeah yeah full scale okay. collapse. A recent look at the numbers provide a fairly convincing answer to that question, according to the report. Not only is the Post losing $100 million a year, but it lost over half of its online engagement by the end of 2023. The signs were already there by mid-year, and the worst is having a billionaire surely has helped mask some of the issues plaguing the Post. The tide can only be held back for so long. To lose over 50% of its online viewership is catastrophic for an outlet with such high overhead costs. Subscriber numbers have also no dive throughout the Biden administration. I'm I'm so too bad. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you well, would go. Yeah, I mean there are um, dinosaurs so Danielle, in media, but what the di- but what, what the dinosaurs don't seem to realize is that there's two generations even under me. Young kids aren't watching us at Washington Post. They're just not going to you for news. Just, so I don't tell you. No. <laughs> they're just not. So. They're not. So um, here's some great news. Trump is publicly calling every campaign stop, calling for the release of the J6 prisoners, which he calls them um, not just prisoners. He calls them um, hostages. Release the J6 hostages, and that's at every of his campaign stop. And I, I'm super, super excited about that. Um, 
uh, and we also have a prediction from J.P. Morgan. Okay, so uh, J.P. Morgan is Chase, and I don't know why they would be in the election prediction uh, business, but they made a prediction that uh, you know why. Joe Biden will pull, yeah, will pull out. You know why. <laughs> will pull okay. out of the presidential race uh, in 2024. They they did 12, um, 10 surprises for 2024, and one of them is that Joe Biden will. Uh, leave the presidential race uh, in 2024. So I just want to know. Remind me who picked Obama's mm-hmm. cabinet again. Who, who was that? Well, Goldman Sachs and Chase. <laughs> yeah, they did. Specifically, yeah. specifically yeah. Goldman Sachs and Chase. Specifically. Yes. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so who, who made these predictions again? I'm sorry. What? Can you repeat that? Jay. It was um, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, wasn't it? J.P. Yeah, it was J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. Made the what? prediction that Joe Biden like, you will, know, like, you know will what? Maybe we okay. won't win with him, perhaps. I don't know why that would be. Do you think we have any that might be? Can't imagine I why. I just don't. That's what I heard. I will. So, so we'll wait and see what happens with that. Um, let's see. $30 million wrongful death suit over January 6th protesters Ashley Babbitt's death details shooters Lieutenant Michael Byrd's extensive history of an incompetence and misuse of involving firearms. So a historic wrongful death and negligence lawsuit on behalf of January 6th, 2021 police murder victim Ashley Babbitt's estate was filed against Officer Michael Byrd, his incompetence and multiple revocations of his firearm privileges for previous dangerous incidents. The game pundit reported Friday, one day before the third anniversary of January 6th, that Judicial Watch filed a $30 million wrongful death suit against the federal government for the Capitol Police shooting of Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt. The lawsuit was filed in U.S. District Court Southern, uh, U.S. District Court Southern District of California. Ashley loved her country and wanted to show her support for President Trump's America First policies and to see and hear the president speak live while he remained in office. Ashley did not go to Washington as part of a group or for any unlawful or nefarious purposes. She was there to exercise what she believed were God-given American liberties and freedoms, reads the complaint. The filing continues after demonstrators filled the hallway outside the lobby. Two individuals in the crowded, tightly packed hallway struck and dislodged the glass panels in the lobby doors and the right door sidelight. Lieutenant Byrd, who is a USCP commander and was the incident commander for the house on January 6th, shot Ashley on sight as she raised herself up the opening of the right door sidelight. Lieutenant Byrd later confessed that he had shot Ashley before seeing her hands or assessing her intentions or even identifying her as a female. Ashley was unarmed. Her hands were up in the air, empty, and in plain view of Lieutenant Byrd and other officers in the lobby. The other thing that's true about that shooting is that he did not give her any warning, and they're required to by law. They're supposed Mm. to say, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot. Get your hands up. Get your hands Whatever it is they're supposed to say. Um, and he did not do that. Um, that's, that's true. That's true. Even of home intruders, though, you always give them a warning, and then you can shoot them at will if they consider to, if they proceed to enter your home. Period. So, that's that's correct. Yeah. That's, that's just correct in general. Fire. So a lot of people are like, "That's new." Yeah. So. So, 
so I should have probably started off with the everything is corrupt and stupid and ended up with the good news, but I do have some stories that I'd like to cover. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're kind of sad, oh, kind of fine. scary. The good news report is over. Now we, now we move on to everything is stupid. Now everything that we is stupid. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's stupid, but why? Um, no, I'm fine with stupid, but why? Like, it's stupid, but we were right about uh, that, uh, so I'm fine with it. Uh, um, you, I will t- I will tell you that we were right about all of this, and this one is super sad, though. Apparently, we finally have a report um, on how many people the COVID vaccine has killed, 17 million oh. people. Wow. Wow. So, a bi- yeah, biology blows um, whistle. COVID shots killed 17 million people. A world-renowned biologist has blown the whistle with explosive allegations against globalist power elites in the pharmaceutical industry. Biologist Brett Weinstein dropped several bombshells during a new interview with independent news anchor Tucker Carlson. While raising the alarm about the power grab of the United Nations World Health Organization, Weinstein left Carlson stunned when he stated how many people had died from the COVID mRNA injections. He cited scientific evidence that shows 17 million people died globally as a result of the shot. So I'm not a math genius, but that says one in 800 shots, billions, is a lot of people. 17 million deaths from the COVID vaccine. Just for perspective, I mean, like, that's the death toll of a global war. Yes, absolutely, Weinstein said. This is a great tragedy of history. Um. And amazingly, there's no way in which it's over. I mean, we're still apparently recommending these things for healthy children who never stood any chance of getting any benefit from it. So the good news, however, about that is that um, the uh, um, Surgeon General of Florida has said no more shots for anyone. He has said that they're going to stop um, allowing those shots to be administered in the state of Florida. There'll be other states that, um, that will follow suit based on this information in this study, which is that, that is good news. Um, he classified it as um, a bioweapon, isn't that right? It's, yes, well, that's what's coming. It is literally. Um, also, some good news from January 4th. Um, it, apparently, a uh, medical doctor draws post-vaccine ivermectin bombshell. Ivermectin, a.k.a. horse dewormer, has not only been vindicated as an effective treatment for COVID, but now it is proving to be one of the best remedies for vaccine injury. So, yeah. it if in so fact, you're having, calling it horse dewormer having, means they don't even know what it was. They had no idea what that was. They had no idea. That's an insult. Mm-hmm. So, um, so People that are coming to this woman's clinical practice, Dr. Mary Tally Bowden, um, she's offering them ivermectin if they're having symptoms from their vaccine. I usually start them on ivermectin because it binds the spike protein. It has an anti-inflammatory properties. It actually has 20 different mechanisms of action. And the reason I start with ivermectin, other than what's written in the literature, but clinically, I've seen some patients with really severe rashes from these shots, and they've cleared up pretty dramatically from the ivermectin. So it apparently not only was ivermectin what we should have been administering for COVID, it's also what people can go to if they're having symptoms. So here's the Surgeon General from um, Florida, Dr. Joseph Lapido, Lapido, 
The Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine injected into billions of arms was not the same one used in Pfizer's clinical trials. Okay, so this is why he's saying it's not safe. The stuff that they were actually putting in people's arms were not the ones that they were doing trials on. There was a bait and switch. The public received vials contaminated with plasmid DNA. On December 6, 2023, Florida General uh, Dr. Joseph Lapido Lapo sent a letter to the United States Food and Drug Administration regarding safety concerns after the discovery of billions of DNA fragments produced in Pfizer's and Moderna's mRNA-based COVID-19 vaccines. Citing guidance published in the FDA in 2007, Dr. Lapido presented the following concerns with respect to regulatory limits. Okay, said that it's supposed to be a specific amount per dose, and, and it's over that. The, the um, what's it called? DNA molecular per dose in these vaccines, that's the problem. There's, I mean, obviously, we know there's way more problems with it, um, but that's why it's hurting people, and that's why he's, he's recommending that no, no one else take any more of these shots, which is really great news, because we know. I mean, we've known all along that these shots were dangerous. And um, and guess what? A lot of people are figuring it out too. Consumers are rejecting the great that whether it's COVID nineteen vaccines, eating bugs, driving EVs, munching fake meat, or living in the metaverse with censorship, none of it's working. Um, so it's, it's saying his conclusion. This is indeed a uh, um, that people are consumers aren't playing along. We still live with the remnants of a capitalist system whereby manufacturers have to make profits. So there's a serious problem for the whole industry. It could very well collapse in 2024. That's for EVs. Um, so beyond meat, people are not buying it. The bugs, are, they're not buying it. They're not eating it. So people are, like, backing off from this propaganda, um, and they're not – it's not working anymore, which is great news. Um, Another thing that you didn't really probably hear a whole lot about, um, but 231 current and former U.S. service members demand military leaders be court-martialed over forced COVID vaccines. So what happened is they sent a letter to the, to the United States government, and they said, you're, you're gonna, you're, we want these people court-martialed for what they did to us. The letter is not addressed to the military leaders, but rather to the American people. The email was merely to inform these military leaders that there is a group of troops and vets pledging to the American public that we will do everything lawfully within our power to stop the willful destruction of our military by its own leadership. Let's take our country back in 2024, and let's begin by defending our military from its own leadership. You can find the body of the letter below. Um, They're saying we're going to – we the understand. Go ahead. I have, some interesting, I have some interesting news on that front for the military as well, if you wanted to know about it. Um, uh, go ahead. I've been following a lot of that. Um, so, you know, they got rid of a lot of they, they get these letters from military service members telling them if they didn't get the vaccine, they were going to be kicked out, which was hundreds, but tens of thousands of military active members who were kicked out of the military. Since that happened, mm-hmm. they can't get anybody to join the military. Nobody will join the military. Right. So now they're asking, no. for all those, so now they're asking for all those people to come back, and less than 1% decided to come back. Oh, you kicked us out? We're trying to serve our country? And you, oh, we're not coming back. Good luck. Good luck in your journey. And this is the reason why. And you're absolutely right. Good luck right. in your journey. <laughs> because they didn't yeah. – they're not coming back because they didn't fix the thing that, that got them kicked they out. They didn't it. They didn't address right. it. Right. We have reached – So, sorry. It sorry says, about that. Yeah. It says, we have reached just such a time in our history. The affairs of our nation are now steeped in avaricious corruption – 
and our once stalwart institutions, including the Department of Defense, they're calling out the Department of Defense in particular, are failing to fulfill the moral obligations upon which we were founded. Standing upon our natural constitutional rights, we hereby apprise the American people that we've exhausted all internal efforts, efforts to rectify recent criminal activity within the armed forces. So to your point, Ty, they're not coming back, and the reason why is because they've been going at these people and saying, look, you kicked us out for an illegal reason, and until you fix that, we're – we're going to encourage our sons and daughters, A, to not sign up, and B, we're not coming back. Um, so why would we put, so Matt why would we put our lives in our, our – we're going to put our lives in jeopardy for this country that, that you're going to betray us on in a moment's notice and we will conform to you? That's not happening. That's not how that works. No, no. You can't be arrogant and dependent simultaneously. That's not going to happen. You have to pick one of those. You have to pick one of them. So I don't pick know. Pick one. But that's not going to happen. So – also, good for them. Good so on the military. Also, well done. Well done, military. Well done. So, I found a piece of good news that should have been in the good news, not the bad news part. Um, this was from a – there was a bill introduced on January, let's see, January 5th um, in the House of Commons to drop the charges against Julian Assange. Oh, um, that's a great one. Assange held in <laughs> – yep, held – Held in London's Belmarsh Prison since 2019, has a hearing scheduled at the UK High Court on February 20th and 21st to appeal his extradition to the US, which is likely his chance at freedom. So um, a resolution introduced, okay, it was introduced here in the House last month, calls for the US to drop charges against WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, who faces up to 175 years in prison if extradited to the US. We'll see how that goes. Um, everybody pray. Uh, let's see more. I'm, I'm oh, guessing because Kissinger's uh, dead, it'll be fine, but I don't know. I'm just guessing. But. Oh, just just a guess. I don't um, know. I have no the idea. Final I thing that I want to that I want to talk about, which is uh, again another piece of good news. Um, some of you may have never watched General Hospital soap opera, but I used to. And there was a guy on there, and his name is Steve Burton, and um, he was one of my favorite actors on, on that show, and he refused to get the vaccine, and he got fired from General Hospital, and they let him back. Yep. So, that's, so guess what? All of you get to see handsome Steve Burton and, um, on, uh, it, back in Port Charles. Big things are coming to Port Charles, and uh, that's the – the fake town that General Hospital set in. So that's what I got. Does anybody have any questions, concerns, or comments about any of the information that I shared today? So with the- I only have one. Uh, I, I, I only have a couple comments just 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 to reinforce what you're saying. The reason why that's why it's inevitable, why these why things are forcing themselves to happen, is because we switched astrologically from Capricorn to Aquarius. What that means is we switch from the establishment oh. of Capricorn into the idea of Aquarius. So now ideas are winning. So they can't. So their time of reign is done. Even astrologically, their time of reign is over. They can't win by force. They can't do it. They have to have better ideas, and they don't have better ideas. We do. So it's done. That's all there is to it. It's done. <laughs> that's all there is to it. So that's a, that's, that's what everyone has to look forward to. Get look forward to it. So. So I was wondering I about the vaccines. I thought that the military had stopped having a COVID vaccine mandate. What are you saying? They do they still have it, or I'm, I just didn't quite follow that. 
so so along the t- uh, yes like everyone else they have uh, have stopped doing it okay but these are the people that were forced out and mm-hmm. and but they're that's all they're, they're saying also saying Katie, yeah it's not just the vaccines though it's it's they're they're changing the military at its very core their mission yeah, is to kill people and blow shit up not to be <laughs> diverse and not to be you know do sex operations yeah, and not to yeah, wave, wave rainbow flags <laughs> and mm-hmm. and you know drive ev uh-huh. tanks right uh, they're 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 trying to make the military woke on all yeah. levels which of course we want people to feel safe in there even if they've you know changed all that other business but that they're making that their focus instead of which their their mission is to kill people and blow shit oh, up yeah. They're making it something yeah. completely different, and and it's not. It's like it, it and so the you know they, they're talking about the well, leadership they're not, the they're Department not of Defense. Law. Yeah, all of them. Right? Oh, they're not, they're not following the law, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing that me and Daniel people kept trying to tell people, which they wouldn't listen to. Mandates are not law. That's not law. Exactly. Though. A mandate is not a law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they want it to no, be a law, it's, but it's not. Because you don't well, have to follow it. You just don't. And, and that's illegally, exactly illegally what... Illegally and unconstitutionally kick them out. That's the problem. Yeah. That's exactly. the issue. And, 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 that's, and the so... other thing that... One sec, Go one ahead. sec. But that's exactly what's going on in, you know, in Congress when these people are getting brought up to testify like, well, you made them fire people. No, we didn't. We didn't pass any laws. It was mandates. And they're right. right. We did it ourselves. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and, compl- and complied. Yeah, I bet okay, you, so I bet you a lot of people don't want to sign back up for the military because of these wars that are unjust. Like, who would want to be the It's true. Exactly. It's the new generation. And, the new and generation doesn't believe in any of that shit. They can't get them to do it, and we outnumber them. They have to comply to us, and they won't do it. They're like, okay, bye. Because the new, the new generation is destructive, so they don't care what happens. They don't care. They literally don't. You can't threaten them. You can't blackmail them. They don't care. <laughs> they really don't. They don't. So sorry. Well, they also, really don't. Right so. when 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 Joe Biden got elected, right after that, some of these woke enrolls in DOD people said, "We're going to go through and we're going to purge all the extremists out of the military, and we're going to do a study to find out just just how how many white supremacist, extremist, racial killer, bad people are in the military." Well, very well, clearly, everybody that denies the vaccine falls under those categories, right? Of course, they're 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 it's always COVID a good time deniers. You have that That's always a good time to purge okay. people. That's always a good time. <laughs> okay. Well, so, yeah, but yeah, use the word purge, and they said they said that. Right. So they said they were going to purge the military of all extremists. You know, those flag waving MAGA people out of the fucking military. Okay, for God's sake. Turns out very quietly on January fifth. And they did an extensive deep dive into the extreme and extremism in the military. It turns out troops do not have an extremism problem, but veterans do, study finds. Service members don't participate in violent extremism at higher rates than the rest of the U.S. population, but former troops do, and their involvement is growing. Okay, so, so they told us that our military was riddled with violent extreme, extremists, and and, and keep in mind, I don't agree with the premise that veterans do either, okay? 
Um, but they very quietly release it after they big, you know, blow it up. We're going to find out that all this is happening. And you got reported, okay, 3,470. I'm in the quote unquote mainstream media turns. They did this study and it, it, it found that it, it didn't, wasn't, it didn't exist, which we all knew that. Okay. Um, the re- review found no evidence that the number of violent extremists in the military is disproportionate to the number of violent extremists in the, extremists in the United States. And I propose to you that we really don't have that many violent extremists in the United States. It's about people that want to be left alone. But that's my opinion. Anyway, Indeed. I want you guys to have a great week. I have enjoyed uh, uh, doing the good news report and also the everything is corrupt and stupid report. Uh, be prepared for more of uh, my stuff next week. Um, anybody have any questions, concerns, comments before I sign off for the week? I wanted to share something that I saw that earlier that pertains to this. I was just only through Facebook, and it was a local comedian who's gotten pretty famous, said some comment about Joe Rogan. And they were just like, mm-hmm. he sucks. And then like every single comedian in town, or who this person knows, was, was glomming onto this and saying how much, how toxic he is, and how he's still for the right wing. It was so mm-hmm. crazy to see how people still believe this and then somebody posted like like I was scrolling through just to see if anybody would say like wait a minute um, he does have some good points that he makes about COVID vaccines killing people yes. and sure enough one person said something and like posted a graph and then all these people were just piling on top of him I I just welcome to my I'm house sorry. You know how many people have accused me of you know people have accused me of creating a lightweight army, though I'm a drag queen who works in the LBD community? Because I because I just don't conform to every liberal bullshit thing that happens. I'm like, you people are cartoon characters of yourselves. You need to call them that. It's so ridiculous. You're not allowed to say the things you're you're not allowed to say the things that Ty says not allowed to bring on the people that on your show that say things that they're not allowed to say on the Joe Rogan show. Anybody that steps outside of the official narrative, and he did, gets that yeah. kind of look, look at what happens every time it's Danielle real. posts something. There's like it's 50, it's 50 thousand it's not, it's not in the right way. It's, it's from our own friends and family. They're vitriolic. Yeah. You understand? They get vehemently <laughs> almost cartoonishly Marvel villain mad about it. And I'm like, really? Is it that serious? It's that serious, huh? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cult behavior. That's cult behavior. Do you understand? That's what cults do. So. Yeah, no, no, but case in point, that's the exact word that they used about us. Here, yes. This guy said, mm-hmm. look, I know you're past the point of any type of reasoning, and we'll just continue to do, quote, research up to the point you are comfortable with the answer you've found, but posting a screenshot of five countries with a higher mortality rate for a few months isn't a gotcha moment. It's the dying gasp of a movement too far down a rabbit hole to ever admit they're wrong, but enjoy the cult life. I'm just like... Kind of stuff. Yep. 
Yeah. It, this is the so kind of stuff that over like and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Mom, if you call him, if you call him, you're going to be wrong. I am. I have a great week. So we're we're the real support. I bless you. Be wait, 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 hold on. Bye. Bye. Bye, Mom. We'll see you next week. Have a week. great week. Be safe. Have a great week. Take care. You did an awesome job. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you, Katie. I appreciate it. Um. Okay. So. Um, yeah, she, we can go, totally go back to that, but she does have, like, she doesn't like to go out and feed chickens after it gets dark. We've got bobcats. Oh, so. Sorry. Yeah, so. I just, like, right before I got on this call, I was reading that, and I was just, like, it was blowing my mind because I thought that the new research was becoming more commonplace and that people were catching up. And just to see the vitriol in that yeah. group of, of artists. Comedians. Comedians are supposed to. If they were wrong, then why would there be vitriol? Oh. Exactly right. Well, why do they don't like it? That must be what it is then. What it is. Say that again? I think we're right, but they can't say we're wrong. They're just mad about our posting. Because otherwise they wouldn't need to censor us. Because you're all allowed to speak. Why can't we speak? (laughs) Why can't we? That's very interesting. Using a mission of guilt to me. They got the shot. Maybe they're afraid. They don't want to admit it because. They don't want to be wrong because it means the shots are killing people and they got all boosted means up or whatever. The world is incorrect. Like when I told them that COVID had a patent, patent, which means they gave it to you on purpose. <laughs> people are like, well, we don't like that. No, no, no. Was I wrong, though? Does it or does it not have a patent? Okay, there you go then. So sorry. Sorry you hey don't guys, like I that. Hey, guys, I want you to uh, hey guys, keep going. I'm stepping away for one second. I've got a, a chicken in the oven that I've got to tend to for one. But you guys keep going. I'm loving this. Um, I'll be right back, Okay. Okay. I, I get what you mean. Like that's, you think people would calm down, they actually get worse. As time goes on, they get worse and worse and worse about it because it means their entire view frame is mutated and tainted by people that they don't know or, or people that they do trust and like that betrayed them. They trust people that betrayed them. That's what it is, and they won't acknowledge it. They just won't do that. It, they, will, they, will, they will hold on to that so tightly crumbles around them they will still defend the city even as it crumbles they will still do that they will still do it they'll be loyal to people that actively betrayed them on purpose do you think it's Sad. because just watching msnbc and so they just believe what they hear and some of it has grains of truth they're not always they're not entirely 100 percent wrong it's just that they don't question the motivations from people that are giving them those things you know what i mean like, not everything is they don't just they think that everything they give them is a hundred percent you know, face value. They take everything at face value. I'm like, did you think that maybe somebody's giving you that for a specific reason? That maybe they're specifically giving you that and not the other thing? And you know what I mean? Like, there's not all of There's a lot of people that that are you know on our side that also spew a whole bunch of nonsense and garbage. That you know what I mean? Just to mm-hmm. their own egos and make themselves popular. So it's just, it's discernment. It's just discernment. They don't. It's extreme. Yeah. They have people going in extremes. You know what I mean? It's like it's either all or nothing with everyone. I'm like, no, you can be discerning with people. Some people speak some truth. Some people, because everybody lies. Everybody does that. Then their intention, like what is their motivation behind lying? Are they making money from it? Are they gaining success and power, popularity from it? Being more unpopular the more they speak, because that'll determine whether or not they're telling the truth, won't it? Because why would they keep telling the truth if it keeps ostracizing them from society? Why would they do that? They do that right. to themselves and their family. Why would they put themselves in jeopardy and danger? Why would they do that? Yeah. A lot of people think well, truth means good. 
means pleasant. It doesn't. Truth means truth. Put their white supremacist mind. Right, even people like me, even like people like me, who's a black, who's a black gay man, like you're a white supremacist. Do you see how that doesn't work though? The since that claim doesn't work, they have to stop me from speaking because otherwise, might I might get a following, which I do have. Well, you're like, and I'm coming from their position, so I have to say it. You break the. You you break the stereotype, so you're the perfect person to give this voice. Target, you know? I'm such a great target to get. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm easy to hate too, because I'm not polite about it. I'm not nice about it. I'm like, no, you're an idiot, and here's why. You're doing it on purpose. Now stop. You're embarrassing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the white I, I want people to stop doing it. You know what I mean? So they're like, you should be nice about my stupidity. No, I shouldn't. Actually, you're a danger to yourself and everyone around you. Stop that now. So, <laughs> yeah, if you're feathered. You would be driven out of town with pitchforks. I mean, I hope that doesn't happen anyway. But so no, I'm banned I, from I think a lot that of actually happened one time. Ty did it. I think that didn't that actually happen I'm one time. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna let her on me because I, I will be this rude about. It. I'll be very. I'll be right in your face, right and brash, right. Because what was I wrong on? See, if I was wrong, it'd be different. It's because I'm correct, and so I'm not nice about it. I don't have to be nice when I'm correct. I don't have to. I don't have to. You have to back down. (laughs) Accountable and self-reliant and adult. And people won't do that. They just won't. They would be spoiled teenagers who peaked in high school, and I'm not tolerating it. I'm just not going to. They're Adults, they have to act like it. Otherwise, they're going to treat them like the children that they behave as. That's how there is to it. That's how it is. Yeah, exactly. Can we talk about it a little bit, you guys? I, I love this yeah. conversation, but can we switch topics to J- January 6th? Because, you know, Talk I was really you. sad that, the, that we were having technical issues last week because I would really um, love to have, have Ty lay out, um, you know, uh, what's going on. As it ties to January 6th, Trump being kicked off the ballots using the 14th Amendment, right? Like that. It's my state, by the way, because that's the state that happened in Colorado. That's where I am. Right, but they overturned it, right? So Trump, yeah. you know what? Trump got on the ballot. Yeah. Or, I mean, not on the ballot. Got a got a people that a, were a arguing that silly of- ass point that it was going to happen. I specifically said, "Hey, that's not going to happen." By the way, <laughs> you're delusional exactly. for even suggesting it. And as soon as Trump got got out, got a Supreme Court date, Trump got a Supreme Court date. And as soon as that happened, the same day, um, Colorado's like, "Just kidding." Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. That didn't really happen. We weren't hey, really going to oh, do that. Oh, you mean we didn't? Oh, whoopsie. Survive, oh, we've had, we had to put a stay on that till January 4th, and then now maybe we won't follow. Because maybe that might disenfranchise half the fucking country if we do that, which would be the exact <laughs> claim we just made against him. Hmm. Well, you know, and another thing that and I called this very early on, right after Colorado did this, um, I called it very early on. I was like, watch. California's going to be next. Or no, I said, watch, Texas is going to be next, and they're going to say yep. no Biden on the ballot. Then California is going to say Stop. this. And it, that, was even, that shit was even too, too evil for Newsom, right? The Secretary of State tried that shit in California, and he was like, ah, no, that was even too evil for Newsom. Well, like, and, the, and, the, and the guy that I was that. arguing with on your page about that, the guy that was, I was arguing with you on your page about that is like, well, I guess Texas – well, they can do that because of that. No, they can't. They cannot do that because what you're doing is you're creating constitutional chaos by doing that while, while claiming that you're kicking him off the ballot for constitutional chaos. Right. You know, this could actually lead to a, third, a, a viable third-party running uh, – like a, a third-party candidate actually getting recognized. If half the states ban Biden and half the states ban Trump, 
then doesn't that yeah. leave room for a third party to actually get some traction? I don't know. That Create seems- constitutional chaos, which is the entire indictment of this person. Yes. Can't, yes. It's like shooting your ship. It's like sh- trying to shoot his ship through your own ship. Yeah. Here, <laughs> what are you doing, honey? What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. Correct. I point this out so many times, and when it, when it comes down to when I get into the basis of all these like, anti-Trump morons, like Antifa and all these people around your they're just like, well, we don't like him. I don't care that you don't like him. Don't, not liking him is not a law. <laughs> that doesn't exactly. mean he broke anything or did anything right. wrong. You just don't like him. Get over it. This is not high right. school. You're not mean girls. What's going on here? I don't Are understand. you sure? <laughs> it's a, you can't I, like This Trump. is not how law works, people. This You're is not, not how law works. You are not allowed to. And like this, is, this is what we kept trying to tell them because we went through. We, we went through. We went through. It, it was a four-three vote in Colorado, four-three, uh, three-four, if you want to call it that. So the three dissenting judges. It was a scathing review of what they they, they circumvented their own laws in order to get this person. <laughs> well, since we couldn't yeah. get him on a legal definition, we couldn't take him because we took him to court on that thing that we lost on, but are still accusing him of anyway. Well, we're just going to say he did it anyway. We're just going to circumvent our own constitutional due process laws and say by the Miriam. Webster's dex- definition of ins- insurrection, not the court one, just the merit because we don't have a legal case that that's why. And we're just going to determine of our own free will that he did it, and we're just going to ride him off the ballot. You're idiots. Yeah. You're going to go that, down in yeah. flames for that. You're going to be remembered for all time for that idiocy. Right. That's stupid idiocy. Favorite so, <laughs> hat garbage. Who said this? Okay, well, that people are smarter. Come on. Oh yeah, I don't understand what, they, what were they even thinking with. They didn't give him due process. We went, we, they're, they're like trying to present evidence. Even the people in your comments were like, "Let me present evidence to you." No, no, no. That's the same evidence that was presented in court and dismissed. Do you see that doesn't work? Right. Right. Providing exactly. to me on Facebook that they didn't see in congressional <laughs> records. What is it you're providing? Nothing. You just don't like the outcome. That's all there is to it. And, and what, what was their charge? That he that he gave the speech and then they went in. No. That happened, and then he gave the speech. What, he went back in time and did it? He went back in time? It was happening simultaneously. It was happening simultaneously. They had nothing. They were grasping at straws and failed. This is, this is sad of the left. It's sad. And they need to back exactly. down immediately before they, get, before they go down in flames. It's so sad to watch them. It really yeah. is. Kate, what, I'm sorry. You know, like, we're planning to lose the election now. We're planning to lose it. Yeah, you have to because of what your actions are now. Because your actions right. are showing that you are cartoonish Marvel villains. You need to stop this. I know. Exactly. Correct. I just, I mean, I have a point I'm trying to make. This is for the primary. And remember yes. the Democrats? I mean, we all came from being Bernie supporters at one time. And they did all that to Bernie, not letting him be the candidate. And then they said in court, we can choose our own candidate in a back room over cigars. No, that was so, a true thing. Because the Democratic right, they do have the right to pick their candidate. But we said if you have the right to pick their candidate, then we have the right not to vote for him. And then we let Trump win, and they were surprised to be called a bluff. So, doodles. But also the Republicans are just doing the same thing, because it was them keeping Trump off the ballot, right? <laughs> it was the Republican national want Trump, because. because that's what's funny about it, because like, Trump's going to be like the right way. No, but see, everyone hates him, and you still lost anyway. Thing. So that must mean he's doing something right then, because you all, I mean, the court outnumbered him. Everybody did. They could have, uh, who was trying to indict him and get him, and all of you lost in court, even though you're all piled against him. What does that mean? That all of you were wrong. You're mean girls yeah. in high school. You don't have yeah. anything. You have nothing. You have and nothing all- at all. 
one second, Kate. That's the sad this, part. At this point, Trump Kate, was also um, not allowed to be in the primary in uh, in Colorado in the last election. Really? In, uh, well, 2016. I mean, yes. They just mm. nominated Ted. They did not have a caucus or a primary or anything. They didn't have a vote. The RNC did not have a vote in Colorado. Oh, all protocols. They don't follow it. And, they're, and, Interesting. Their, chart, and their, their case against him is that he's not following the Constitution. According to what? According to <laughs> memos they got from the FBI, that unconstitutional shadow mob. <laughs> so right. they're using unconstitutional agencies to determine whether or not someone else is running constitutionally and then don't run their constitutional due process in order to kick him off the ballot to tell him he's unconstitutional. Well, Laughable idiocy. Laughable. They Laughable. I don't understand. They are right. Fuck. Get away with Rachel it. There's no reason. You can't do, you can't, it's the Clinton defense. You can't do the thing and then accuse other people of doing the thing you're doing. That's not how that works. That's not how that, because that means, because you know because the precedent, as Daniel said, the precedent means that everyone else gets to do that to you then. Propose weapons yeah. against people because they will be used on you and pretend to you. Don't propose weapons. Everything you propose will be used on you. Everything will. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Because right. you don't like him. I don't care. I don't care who doesn't like him. I really don't. I want them to use logic and common sense. If you want to take him down, then take him down the right way. But your attitude is not going to take him down. Your outrage, right. your dislike, and your loyalty is not going to take him down. You need a physical reality, and you don't have any. He lowered your taxes, went after pedophiles, and Biden is the exact opposite. Sorry you're back an idiot. Sorry it's not our problem. It's just not. I'm so sorry. Pick someone right. better than I don't know what else to tell but you. You're, but you're right. It, it is interesting because and, – and we know that Democrats are not the only ones on the flight logs. They're not the only ones who, who have these kind of rings, these pedophile rings. The Republicans are just as guilty. That's why you see them skipping down yeah, the aisle yeah. holding hands about Israel, you know, because they're, they are owned by well, something. They fight over spoils. They're the same party. They just fight over spoils. They don't care. I mean, right. people care about you. It's all problem. Yeah, they, they vote the way and, that they're... And, and, you know, the problem is the left thinks that, the left thinks that they <laughs> align with certain people, those people are going to protect them from conservatives. They're not. They're the cause of those people. They don't care about you at all. They don't. <laughs> they have no loyalty or allegiance to you in any way. They're not protecting you from the virus. They're the cause of the virus. What are you talking about? They're sued for the biggest malpractice lawsuit in history. They're not protecting you from it at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> it doesn't make any right. sense. That doesn't make any I, sense like at all. It's just irrational beliefs. I'd like to remind that, you know, everybody, like, getting back to the topic of January 6th, it, it is all the same topic. Let's, let's get that straight, right? I, am, I do believe that all of this is the same topic, but it all started yes. really with the election fraud that started, you know, in the general election that's, that mm-hmm. was in 2020. We all watched it happen. You know, we watched, we, we know there was election fraud, and we can say that on this station, you know, but we know there was election fraud. We watched it happen, and in the primaries, we've been watching it happen you know, since 2016, you know, some of us even sooner, but we, we all know that this stuff happened. Um, now this time, what they're doing last, you know, in 2020, they blamed COVID, right? They had to change all of their protocols. They had to violate their state constitutions because it's only the state legislators that can make these laws that have to govern their own elections. Um, and they blame COVID for, for going off of, you know, away from those laws, committing election fraud they did the same thing that the you know virtually the same thing that the dnc said when they said we can go into a smoke-filled back room and and pick our candidate they said we're we're gonna you know go ahead and follow whatever laws that we want to and we're not gonna and we're not gonna get it considered election fraud because of covid right more insidious though covid was more insidious because they were using um emergency emergency powers acts 
those more insidious because that means in an emergency you suspend your constitutional rights in an emergency. That's why they used it. So yeah. some of them, no, they yeah. get away with it. it was the only reason. Some of them, that was, yeah. It was it was so staged. Biden mm-hmm. hanging out in his basement giving little talks from Zoom or whatever. Yep. That was the weirdest thing. Like, nobody would have voted for him in a real election. How many times did I ask for that, Daniel? I was like, <laughs> I want, because I, I was following Stephen Jay Gould. I was like, hey, where is the paperwork that says Joe Biden's president? How come none of us can find that congressional record? How come yeah. when, he was, when he was sworn in, he took a proclamation and not an oath? Thing. Uh, exactly. That's very interesting. Yes. <laughs> but he's president, yeah. though, right? Uh, I don't think he is, actually. I think he might be president of the U.S. corporation, but he certainly is the president of the United States of America. I can tell you that right now. So right. I'm just wondering when people are going to get on track and stop just denying what I say and then provide me those documents, because that's what's going to prove it. So far, nothing. So it's been four years, think, nothing. Do you think it's really Biden with, like, tons of facelifts, or is it somebody else wearing a rubber mask? things. It's right. It's, it's that. It's even, Botox. Like, it's clones. Who knows? Who knows what the fuck it is? But obviously, he's um, not doing anything because it's not him. It's, it's people behind him. But the fact is, the fact that people keep trotting him out as if he's the president, something where everybody knows he isn't. It's just hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> we know you're not the president. We just know you're not. Factually, you're Ty not. Has, so Ty, has that, um, Ty has a theory that Jen Psaki was just a, um, a fern dressed up. <laughs> she, was, she, was, she, was a, she was a decorative fern. Which, I, I mean, I mean, I, well, technically, I don't know, because I think a fern would have done a better job. But I don't know. I just assume that's what was going on. So. Well, come on. She practically coined the phrase, we'll circle back. So that was a right. good Back to it. We're just going to circle back. we circling. Get those U-turns ready to go. Okay, then. So circle back? I never checked up if she ever did circle back or not. You know. <laughs> Ridiculous. So it's, it's so ridiculous. What about? Um, that's why everyone thinks I'm a, a supporter. I'm like, because here's the thing. It's not that I'm a Trump supporter. I'm just not an irrational cartoon character. How litigation works in law. So <laughs> that's really yeah. what it is. I don't have. I don't have abstract hatred for people I don't know. Do you understand? Exactly. <laughs> it Wait, doesn't make any sense. So yeah. now the press secretary is being uh, set aside. Kirby, is that it? He's taking over because she won't like join on the bandwagon of um, hating hating God or whatever. What's going on hating now? Um, she is not pro-Israel, is what I. I mean, she's dumb as a rock, but. She won't hate Israel and, and uh, or no, wait, wait, I'm sorry. She hates Israel or she's not pro-Israel. So now they're setting her aside and John Kirby is taking over. Did I hear that right? Is that what's happening? Well, you know, I miss that. He's never not, uh, you know, now, now we're back to anti-Semitism again. That's what we. Should, that's what she meant by circle back. I think because um, they're like, well, we did racism, we did gays, we did women. We, oh, we've done anti-Semitism in a while. Let's try that. Let's get that one back. Pull that Didn't one back all... out of our ass. I'm looking it up right now to see if there's a. Uh... Yeah, Axios is... is saying White House White House podium battle tensions grow between uh, Jean Pierre and Kirby. 
Holy, I missed this whole story. Thank you for bringing it up. That's insane. I cannot believe that they're going to throw a, a black trans, not trans, but black lesbian, um, you know, person under the bus. How could the Democrats do this? And they did that with the the Harvard, president of Harvard. That's what all, all the all the institutions now have to have people that are like me now, um, or at least you know in appearance or physical demeanor, because then they get because then they seem like they're going the right. I mean, they're still going to say the same shit and do the same things, but now they look like they're woke, so that kind of helps. <laughs> but the moment they're not useful, mm-hmm. they're tossed aside like the trash they are anyway. So there's no allegiance. They don't care about your trans rights or anything. They don't give a fuck. The moment no, they say what they want, right they're done with you the very second you. it happens. Yeah. So, they'll use you until you're used up, and then they'll, you know, you know that meme where they're, like, throwing somebody out the back of an SUV, right? That's that's just the newest one. Like, they, the Democrats Jeffrey just Epstein use Jeffrey Epstein or just Lane Maxwell or anybody else, anyone, anyone at all, their own family members, their children, their narcissists, they don't care. So yep. <laughs> let's not get confused. They have no allegiance or loyalty. They don't care. They're psychopaths. So that's we just that's where we need that. to be it's at right now. Are you doing like, are you doing the bidding of the powers that be to fulfill their agenda? If not, we don't care anymore that you're a black lesbian. Bye. <laughs> yeah. They actually they have open they have open contempt for those people. Open contempt and disdain. Open. Oh really? Open. Blackmail them and get them into compromising positions so they can use them for their own good, wash them up and then throw them out. That's it. They don't yeah. care. They really don't. Everything's a means to an end. It's to an end, honey. That's all it is. So yeah, it's a founder terrorism or whatever that was with the president of Harvard, but they probably had to dig pretty hard to find that. Or do you think they knew about that and they were holding that over her whole time? What did they find? I'm sorry. Harvard's the leader of a whole bunch of gross shit in the first place. People think they they defeated the Nazis. They were hired at Harvard when the Nazis ended. That's where they went. They went to MIT and Harvard. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't defeat anyone. You hired those people. What are you talking about? And the the reason reason that the Harvard professor got resigned, in my opinion, is because she wouldn't, you know, she she wouldn't say that pro-Palestine uh protesters um so they're 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 uh, on the harvard campus and they they are uh sh- shouting some some phrase from the river to the sea and everybody's like aha see they want genocide and it's like what palestine will be free to the, from the river to the, that means that means that they want to they want to kill all jews they want to do a genocide and that's what she was on um, Capitol Hill, you know, and the, the right is like, oh, you know, Stefanik is like, you know, do you think that people who, you know, who promote genocide mm-hmm. of the Jewish people should be, you know, uh, punished? And she's like, well, that's, yeah, under under the right circumstances, but somebody, but a pro-Palestine student saying from the river to the sea or whatever, or actually even just showing support for Palestine, they are calling that calls for genocide. If you think that that Israel or that that Palestine is anything but evil barbarians, you know, non-humans. Really, mm-hmm. let's they have to dehumanize them. If you think that they're anything mm-hmm. but that, then you think that they're trying to kill all Jews. And right out in the open, we see that and that's a very touchy that's, subject. Especially when it, it really comes is. to laws on college campuses, like some like private campuses, you can curtail right or speech in a certain way, but also. 
you have to be very cautious about that because the people that are doing it are Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Condemn Gen Z? You think that's a wise decision? Do <laughs> you see what happens when you do that? Has that ever gone well for anyone who's ever even attempted to even do that right now? That's a real my, bad I guess idea. My point, though, uh, is that it's I would not my, do that. I wouldn't do that. That's my, something I okay, would my do. My point but. is that right now, okay, before, yeah. nobody cared. Nobody cared about, you know, calling mm-hmm. for, you know, the death of any kind of group until it was supposedly mm-hmm. Israel. Supposedly Israel. Mm-hmm. Like, there is this, this, you know, this force field around Israel that they can do no good I mean, uh, no bad, I'm sorry. They can do no bad. Mm-hmm. And they are, you know, in the right completely. And the other side are just barbarians that need, you know, that who cares if they, if they die? It's just, you know, that needs to happen, you know. And, and mm-hmm. it's because of, you know, being, and, and this leads back to the Harvard thing, because there were three panel um, mm-hmm. people testifying in front of Congress. I think Penn State, Harvard, and I forget the third one. But basically all they were doing is saying, do you condemn your students that, are, that, are say, that want to kill all Jews, that want to commit genocide? And the, these, these deans are like, well, they're, they're not. They just don't want to see pal- Palestinians get slaughtered. You, and then they blow up at these people and say that they're anti-Semites. And I think that's why the Harvard dean had to resign, I think. Yeah, it's not a sound bite, and she PR thing. It's a PR thing. They just they can't they can't afford it. They just can't because I mean technically she could kind of limit their speech away, but it has to be very it, they have to be overtly threatening, which they're not. And that's kind of where the tricky part comes. Right. So, but, but, no, they, but, they, but remember, Harvard Harvard doesn't like bad right. press of any kind. Harvard doesn't want any bad press. So if they if they just right. feel like they need to remove it and then replace it, that optics. It's an optics thing. So. Speaking of optics, and I'm going to let Kate jump in here in just one second because she's like, I, I don't think that we've been hearing for, from her quite as much as I'd like to. Um, but, I, you know, I knew that there was something fishy with this Harvard thing when um, Leslie Wexner uh, pulled his grant money from Harvard and everybody on the right was clapping. Oh, what a good guy he is for, for doing this. And I'm like, what the what are you talking about? He's a pedophile. He's in the, he's, you know, he's the one that financed Jeffrey Epstein. And these people what? are like, well done, sir. Well done, sir. Good job, you know, doing that, mm-hmm. you know, pulling out of that. Evil. These are people that absolutely know about Pedogate. And they're like finding themselves on the same side as Leslie Wexner. If you find yourself on the same side as the establishment, rethink your thought, your, your perspective, because this is, this is bad. When yeah. did that happen, Danielle? Um, I, I, you know what? Um, hold on. I, I posted it. So let me see. Hold on. I posted a screenshot. Um, let me see. Albums. No. Um, one sec. One sec. Yeah, it's pretty common. Um, uh, uh, um, okay. Picture. I just took a picture of it, so mm-hmm. uh, it was a while back. Um, it's on my. Because um, I was gonna. Me. That's what I was trying to say when I was trying to say something. <clears throat> that Harvard is tied to Epstein. That was the point yeah. I was trying to. Make. He had and an so office. This interesting. Yeah, that she got the ouster. First was serving the agenda of the, you know, woke, lifting up minorities, supposedly. Well, we need to do that, though. It seems like that's an Okay, I found it, you guys. 
I found it. It was the Hill, and the and the um, the title is uh, Wexner Foundation sickened by Harvard's response to Hamas attack cuts ties with universities. <laughs> right, and then yeah, what, and that well done, well done. Sorry, but what did you say when that was? Uh, that was the date. Um, October seventeenth. So ten days after the. What's that? So people still are treating Wexner as a legitimate human being and not a vile. Um, well, yeah, uh, as long as he supports the, Israel. The, the, Do you see how sick that is? This is insanity. That'd be real I people. Those might be paid people, though. People aren't on Wexner. Okay, I see it. CNN.com. Wexner Foundation cuts ties with Harvard over, what does this say? Sorry, it's loading. Over tiptoeing on Hamas. Oh, because Wexner is so virtuous. Let's all gather around and listen to billionaire Leslie Wexner has to tell us about the moral high ground. Right, right. And that's why I'm fully as from the the way that the right is responding to this as the left. You know what I mean? Like these people are, you know, it's just sickening that they're going to support if, if, you know, if they if anybody supports what they what their echo chamber says, what their cognitive dissonance won't allow them to see anybody, they will promote it. Like it's a good thing. And that's why they see even people on the right who know all about Pedogate are supporting this man. And it's sick. Wexner? Yeah. The left was doing the same thing. The left was doing the same thing about Elon Musk. Elon Musk is evil. Let's take Disney's side. I'm like, yeah, because they're so much better. Um, (laughs) uh, Disney in every way is worse than Elon Musk in every way. I don't know what you're doing, but if you if you're on the side of Disney, I don't know how, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how, <laughs> I can't do anything for you. But I'm gonna pick Elon over Disney every day, every day of the week. So right, uh, exactly. I just that's just you what happens. That's just what happens sometimes. People just don't they're not paying attention. Yeah, and we understand Guys, what can hold opposition. Article really fast. Can I just quote What's this that? article really fast? Mm-hmm. Citing, citing the, quote, absence of this clear moral standard, unquote, the Wexner Foundation said it has determined the Harvard Kennedy School is no longer a compatible partner for its organization. So Leslie Wexner is going to tell us about the clear moral standard. Yes, he is. And the wow. left and the right in a class, well done, sir. Well done. Well done. How is he not? Kissinger can do it. Why can't he? I don't see why not. Uh-huh. He's not been convicted in the court of public opinion of his connections with Epstein. Do pe- people just haven't been told about this? Like, I mean, there was a Hulu documentary. Dave. Really? He was yeah. in the in the Netflix documentary. Is that what you're talking about? No, there was one specifically it might about. Be inconvenient. Jeffrey Epstein's connection to L Brand, to, to Leslie Wexner, lived in his property in Ohio, like, talk Great. all about the, yeah. And the, the Manhattan. That's super like, inconvenient the, for people, though. That's Manhattan really inconvenient. So. What's that, what's that, Kate? The best mansion in Manhattan from Leslie Wexner, gift, gifted to Epstein. But we're going to uh-huh. talk to Leslie Wexner about the clear moral standard. Are people people have lost their damn minds. Oh my god! 
gosh. I'm looking up now what that what uh, st- what um, channel that outlet that was in. I think it was Hulu, but let me check. Um, okay. Okay. I thought it was Netflix, but it could have been Hulu. Okay. Oh, I maybe it is Netflix. Yeah, I remember being so excited when I saw that that was airing. Yeah. No, it's Hulu. And I was excited. It's Hulu. It's Hulu. That okay. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? I did. I did. What did you think about the coverage? Did you think it was selective, or did you think it told as much as was known at the time? You know, they focused more on the body image issue of Victoria's Secret than they did um, the connection with Epstein. Um, so, but, <laughs> but it was, there, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why you see fat Victoria's <laughs> Secret models now, you know. But, um, but. I did. I I saw something on, on Facebook an ad pop up for like plus size Victoria's Secret anyway, but yeah, they did. They did a decent job connecting. Sorry. Say that again. I apologize. I talked over you. That's okay. No, no problem. Um, They did a decent job connecting the Epstein, um, uh, Wexner thing uh, in that it, it was creepy that he um, lived in his property and that like in one of he because Wexner was just ungodly rich at that time anyway um, and so I think that the Israel connection is there as well because now you know Epstein's here and living in like a cottage and in, in his huge Ohio um, estate uh, and and then um, gifted him this uh this mansion, the, one of the biggest mansions in Manhattan, right? So that leads me, you know, also to believe that this is for sure. We all know that a joint CIA uh, Mossad operation. This uh, the island Palm Beach, uh, Man, um, uh, Manhattan, um, New Mexico. There was a New Mexico ranch, Zorro Ranch, or something. Um, Harvard, you know, they're they're all mm-hmm. connected to Epstein, right? So, um, yeah. And Mossad and the CIA. Yeah. I also saw, speaking of Epstein, the <laughs> other people on the list that I, I was looking it up here, and there was Naomi Campbell, which I had already known about. Yeah. Just about to mention Naomi Campbell to you. I was just about to say it. Mm-hmm. And then Stephen Hawking. And of course, Kevin. I mean, Naomi Campbell's Naomi Campbell's known as the Delilah. She's known to do things even men won't do. Ooh. World's first supermodel for a reason. Yeah, she's 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 really bad. She's the only person that Mike Tyson is scared of. Mike Tyson Wasn't had to file a file restraining order against too? her. Wasn't Naomi Campbell she an is. angel at one know how point? Bad she is. No, she's she's it. the most popular and richest supermodel in the world. She's the, she's the top prime. She yeah, is, but she she, is do you think she was an angel? A Victoria's she's also Secret, one of the, she's also a lead yes. trafficker too. She's also a lead trafficker. Yeah, supposedly. yeah, a Victoria's oh, Secret. Agent. So yeah, yeah she's so. got she's got she, people are people are very scared of that woman. She's a very powerful, scary woman. Just so you understand that she's very. Scary. I remember she was in a lawsuit. Wasn't she sued by her assistant for attacking her or something like that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's very volatile. Very. I mean, that's what I mean. No, you you know who Mike Tyson is. Mike Tyson is scared of anyone. He is scared of Naomi Campbell. Is that okay. what he said? Training order against her. Is she a restraining order against Naomi Campbell. 
So I, I, there's a lot of images of Naomi Campbell in Victoria's Secret fashion shows with the angel wings and some with the like little devil demon wings as well. So mm-hmm. yes, she was she was part of Victoria's Secret. Definitely. Oh, study the ancient. Of- study the ancient biblical uh, Delilah. Study who Delilah is. She's Delilah. You'll know. Who, you'll know what that means later. So that's who she is. Interesting, Delilah. Yeah, she was in Victoria's Secret, but she never she never made it to um, Angel. Angel's like a, an elite, uh, top of the top Victoria's Secret models, I think. Giselle and all them. That was that, those were angels. So. Uh-huh. Because she's an international, she's international though. So she's she's beyond Victoria's Secret, darling. She's done things that you can't even imagine. So, uh-huh. Like they, they threw her part, her birthday party was last year. And it was on, it was like a she rented out an entire island for it. Like it was, it was crazy. It was mad. Uh-huh. Her oh, parties yeah. are crazy. Yeah, I bet. So she's a human trafficker as well, right? You can you can see it when you when you see her in interviews. If you watch her in interviews or just watch her just just her face and everything, I'm like, yeah, there's something wrong with you. Something's wrong with her. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, you're possessed or not. You're not from here. Something's wrong. Something's really wrong. So. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, I... Go ahead. So she's on the she's on the the Dufresne accusations list. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there you yes, go. There's information for all us conspiracy theorists who've heard about her for a long time. And then well, most people in Hollywood are so. Stephen <laughs> Stephen Hawking, and then the another professor from Harvard. They were mentioned as well. That's weird. Do you think some people just went to the island and didn't partake? Possibly no. did, but I mean, they also want Stephen Hawking to be more. Well, they, that Stephen Hawking was trying to out as more of a distraction because there's still current things going on. He's dead, and yeah. People that are alive, but they're going after people that are dead because they can't defend themselves or do anything. It's irrelevant whether or not dead people do anything. It's whether about whether the people that are still celebrities are doing it and are just hiding in the background right now and haven't made movies, even though they're multi-millionaires mm-hmm. who had contracts and things scheduled, and but now they're not doing anything magically right now. Huh, that's weird. Um, yeah. Very strange. <laughs> I wonder why that is. Do you two have any recommendations for anybody going through all of those documents, like who to follow? Because they are so dense, hard to go through all those. Mm. Um, you know, we're, we're those old school people, so we just we just spent days and hours doing just going through it to our eyes crossed. You know, just like, yeah, just we, we the knew, whole. I already knew that Hawkins was on the <laughs> island. Mhm. Um, yeah, but it, it, it didn't seem to register as much. So. Yeah, Jimmy. I heard when somebody was mentioning Jimmy Seville earlier. When they said the name Jimmy, I thought Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> what about no? Is he in there? Think that. Anyway, um, da, 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 da. I don't. I don't know. I have not seen his. I have not seen him in there, and I think that there's, you know, like I said, the anatomy of a of a hit a media hit job at this point. Um, it also involves throwing out people who never were on the island, so so people will doubt the others, right? Oh, Jimmy Kimmel yes. was never on the yes. island. We can prove he was never on the island. Uh, so all of you guys are crazy conspiracy theory, theorists, and we don't need to believe you. 
I right, so it's not about it's, it's it's not that everyone's on the aisle; it's just that everyone's complicit in a certain way through certain different dynamics. But they're all linked, but it doesn't mean they're the same thing. You know what I mean? They're linked, but they're not the same. So right. that's, that's that's the difference. Uh, almost in the way that like Epstein wasn't technically a pedophile because he was going for older teens. He didn't go for mm-hmm. children; he went for teens, which is different. It's well, a distinctly different thing. But but it is it's similar, but it's not the same thing. You know what I mean? That's how he was right. able to get away with it longer, is because teens can kind of consent in a way. They kind of can. So they can be tricked into it. You know what I mean? Whereas children can't children can't consent to that at all. That's just not a thing. So it's like you have to be very you have to be very cautious about how you approach people. So yes, additionally, a teen has secondary sex characteristics. They're not like a child. It is a different experience. Not right. Hebo they're called hebophiles or something like that. It's like there's different terms for them. So, and as I understand, these parties these parties had children of all ages, um, and I think that a lot of the John Doe's or Jane Doe's on this list um, are in fact younger children. Different races for different reasons. I mean, the different colors mean different things as well. So, purposes. Yeah. So. Um, I, I used to be upset about itself, which I might gross. Um. I used to be upset about people who, like, I've been screaming, Ty's been screaming about Epstein for for many, 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 many years, and nobody listened to us until Netflix made a docu series about it, and now everybody's an expert on Epstein, and but Trump did it, right? So yeah, that's my favorite part. Uh, it's so messed up. I was, mess, I was so studying up. back in 2015, 2016, I became pretty obsessed and I went down the rabbit hole and I was this guy on house arrest who mm-hmm. got the stuff on his hand for human trafficking. I guess billionaires don't have the same rules that they have to live by. And then, of course, it's because he's on the inside in some capacity. Right, right. Um, and I wouldn't doubt if, if uh, Maxwell is also on that same program at this point. Nobody seems to hear from her, um, you know, because she's Mossad as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's frust- I used to be really frustrated with people that were like considered themselves experts because of the docuseries. But on the other hand, it did make um, Epstein a household name in a way that I never could have. You know, I, I just thought, yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously they're doing it for a reason. They're, they're, they're um, trying to set up something else um, you know, and that's why I think like, you know, the mm-hmm. big eye roll is all the connections to Trump when there really weren't a mm-hmm. whole lot of, you know, but they're probably going to yeah. sacrifice Bill Clinton uh, and Prince Andrew, right? He's, he's a spare. Mm-hmm. He's like the second to last spare anyway. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and uh, uh, Prince William and, and Kate have enough heirs that uh, Andrew will never see, never, never see the, the, uh, um, the, the throne. So he's a spare mm-hmm. and he probably will uh, go down for it as well. But uh, there's still going to be a lot of people that still run the show that aren't going to go down for it at this point. But I'm glad that there's awareness now. Now maybe people will, will believe yeah. other things. Yeah. I wanted to speak to what I was saying earlier about the Eric Weinstein interview when he recounted his experience meeting Epstein and his thinking was that this was a pre-internet operation that could not out it could not continue to live with the scrutiny of the internet the internet age social media 
And I thought that was a really interesting observation. You said earlier, even yeah. though you described it earlier, like, would he, would you, if you guys listen to that interview, he's like, the way this man acted was like a cartoon character. The actual person who was doing the things he claims to be doing in business would behave. It's just not how you would do that. You just wouldn't right. do that at all. It's just not how people yeah. act in business. So, like, no, that's, that's something that when you have, when there's no internet and there's no cameras, you can do that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff we did mm-hmm. when we were younger in the 90s that people have been like, excuse me? Um... Mm-hmm. There's no way you can do that now. There's no way. We we find out things that are happening as they're happening. Like, you can't do that anymore. You just can't do it. So right. he's gonna, he mm-hmm. was naturally built to be a sacrifice. He was always going to be a sacrifice for these people. They're they're insulated. They have rings within mm-hmm. rings within rings within rings of themselves. Right. But a sacrifice for what? He's in so. Israel. You know, he, he's probably on some island off the coast of Israel, you know, like, or or in Israel. He's, he's somewhere. He's alive. I'm saying, I'm telling you guys. I would put money on him. Israel. There's black ops sites. There's underground cities. They can they can put these people anywhere they want. Really, they have the resources to do that. And we're not going to ask questions about it. We're just going to be like, I wonder what happened. Like, <laughs> we're the populace. We don't know. So we're just guessing at this point. But we have yeah. suspicions that you know there's more to the story than we know. That's just really what it is. So yeah, yeah. I thought that was convincing when I saw the corpse but there was all those weird things about the corpse like that the corpse had been dressed it was he wasn't declared dead even though he was dead well according to if you believe this um until he got to the hospital um yeah there's just so many weird things Bill Barr saying it was suicide and we won't ever know that. anything about it because the cameras were broken conveniently. You know what I mean? Right. Like this, so, uh, It'll come out later. Like things are still coming out about Anne Hayes' death, who died two years ago. We're like she was dead on. She was died in that car on impact. So the fact that there's paramedics that saw her lift up, she sat up before she died. So clearly she wasn't dead. So like that stuff comes out later. It always comes out later when it's no longer relevant or convenient for anyone. Now all of a mm-hmm. sudden, all that information is here. Mm-hmm. You just wait it out. We'll eventually get the truth about it, but it won't matter at that point. It was like Martin Luther King Jr. We all said he was assassinated by the FBI. They're like, no, no. And then 50 years later in court, the FBI admitted to killing that man that paid his widow. We're going to get the information one way or the other. We're going to get it. So yeah, exactly. no That's all it is. The, my friend works for the FBI, and he said he had certain windows of time of when he could tell people that he worked for the FBI and what he was working on. Like I think it was 15 years before he could tell anybody that he was working on like 9/11 stuff for the FBI, and then 15 years after that, wait, I'm sorry, it was 15 years till he could say he's working for the FBI, and then another 15 years till he could say what he's working on. Something like that. Like they actually do this. It, It is a thing. Ew. Once you work for the FBI, you never don't work for them, so you can never really just you can never really just leave, you know? Right. Yeah, Same thing with the CIA. Yeah. Like Clay yeah. and Buck, um, you know, the one that replaced uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh. I forget who it is, Clay or Buck, but one of them worked for the CIA, and and it's really unfortunate because I agreed with him on so uh, on, on them, both of them, on so much COVID, the election, you know, all kinds of stuff. But then he come up, then he comes up and and starts talking about like just in in a psychotic psychopathic voice talking about Israel or Hamas and how 
it's never saying Palestine, always Hamas, you know, and how they're just animals, pure evil, you know, just this really like monotoned, like, and I'm just like, oh, of course he's still, you know, he still has, um, you know, allegiance to Israel because of, because of this connection here, I think. He's never expressed anything like that. And he quit when he saw that, well, he disagreed with the Iraq invasion. He just felt like they were up to no good, so he quit. But, yeah, he was doing... The babies in the incubators? The first one or the second one? Or or the certain people that are like, they were part of that exercise that you never hear from them again, they're never taken seriously again, like Sabelle Edmonds. Who's just like the, who's just like you can't contestify her on, on the FBI. You just can't. She's just, she has all the documents. It's all there, and everyone's just like, we don't like her though because she's not okay. There you go. It's just about people liking them. That's what it is. if they don't like them, that's it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, or what documents they have yeah. for you. They just don't like the it's outcome of what they say. They don't like it. Former intelligence going into like CNN and MSNBC, Mockingbird, Clapper, and yeah. Just giving, just feeding them the talking points. It is hard to know, but yeah, my friend did quit intelligence data anal- analysis because he disagreed with the direction they were going. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so the ones that are yeah. actually um, good that we'd want to stay, they they leave. Same thing with the military we were talking about earlier, right? So the good ones are gone, and now the other ones that are left are all juiced up and, and, you know, like, which is actually kind of unfortunately good news for us in a way, because um, I don't really think that at the end of the day, the, uh, the military is going to let us uh, just stop the, the government. But now they're all, every, the military that's left won't be well enough to, to, um, to make it so that we can't take over, right? Like it's almost checkmate for the military mm-hmm. at this point. The only people who are going to sign up are, are, you know, trans, um, you know, woke people who, you know, aren't really going to be able to, to stop us from doing anything. Or Everybody they will be agreeing with us. My neighbor, her son That's is true in for the any industry. All, all industries now, it's like if you're not, you're not getting in. They won't allow you to. I mean, they, the gatekeeping. They will gatekeep it. They will, they will hire people that are pretend to be that thing that you are, and they'll just keep you out of it. Exactly. And what um, what were you going to say, Kate? Oh, my neighbor, her son is in the military, and she was talking to me. I was very surprised. She was saying how they are so disgusted with the direction that the military is going in. But that he's there and he's doing it, but they're they're really angry and they disagree with like supporting Nazis in Ukraine and stuff like that. Like they know about it. I was very surprised. But That's he's awesome. there. The military still. Yeah. Let's hope more people know about it than we realize. Yeah, I live in a big military town here. We've got a lot of Navy and um, and a whole lot of um, Marine Corps. Um, Camp Pendleton is the second largest military base in the country as far as population, uh, but the biggest uh, by size. Um, and 
So, you know, it's, it's a, we have a very big military town. We also have the, um, a lot of air force here. Um, and so, and, and I, I do see it. I do see a lot of, um, you know, the, the ones that are remaining are really questioning it. And that's, that can't be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, that's great. Oh, one thing I was what thinking question? about, um, you know how I was saying was, I was asking you guys if you saw if Jimmy Kimmel was on the list, I, because I was genuinely curious because of his, you know, the ease with which he dispenses propaganda. I, I find him very suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I remembered like, seeing a little clip of Whoopi Goldberg on The View saying that a fake list came out and that she was on the fake list, but that she hadn't been to Epstein Island either. So somebody put out a fake list to try yeah. to, like you said, like manipulate public opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, and, and, it, and here's the thing is that it, I, I don't for a minute doubt that if these two individuals aren't on the Epstein list, that they're on the Petalwood list. You know, it's just like Ty was saying earlier, rings within rings within rings. You know, it's very possible. And I, I, I would believable. Yeah. I think Oprah also. They're saying Oprah. He's his own thing, right? his own thing going on with he just, he just happened to get that spot even though he hadn't from anyone. Because if anyone who's been who's been growing up with late nights since Johnny Carson knows that you kind of have to earn that. You don't just randomly get that prime time spot. That was supposed to go to Conan O'Brien. It didn't go to Conan O'Brien because Conan O'Brien apparently isn't circle. So he's not willing to do certain things. And so it just magically went to this person out of nowhere who who off camera apparently is reported as being a wild drunk and alcoholic and crazy drug addict. Well, that's right, interesting because exactly. that's not really how you raise the fame. Um, so I'm not really sure what's going on there, but that's very suspicious. It's just very suspicious is all it is. Right, mm-hmm. right. I wanted to earlier, and now it might be too late because I can't find it on my thing, um, but I wanted to play brackets and jackets because uh, here's a four-minute version. I think I can uh, play that real quick. Have, um, if you guys haven't heard it, I know Ty has, um, but yeah. this is – basically um, the connection of Epstein with Hollywood, but that doesn't mean that, you know, that everybody in Hollywood went to Epstein Island and not, you know, everybody who went to Epstein Island is connected to Hollywood. But, um, and this gentleman um, wound up dead too. Suicide, how that always, uh, how that always works. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play like a couple seconds of it and then let me know if the audio is okay. 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 Three, two, one. How's that? Hello, guys. Something special is happening in here. That's right. It's brackets and jackets. Bringing it back for brackets and jackets. Special Epstein Island edition. That's right, folks. Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, the man with the island. Which is suspiciously close to Haiti. That's right. You see this man? Jeffrey Epstein. It's funding lots of people. He's funding lots of people on the street to make sure his shit doesn't get out. That's right. They want the record deal. That's, you know what? I'm going to stop it there since we only have a few minutes left. But 
isn't that funny that the both both of the clips that I played today, um, the one with uh, really graceful uh, and Maxwell family, and this uh, were both in 2020 and completely relevant to what's going on right now in relation to these uh, records getting unsealed, right? Like it's, I mean, it's mm -hmm. crazy. Like we've been saying this stuff for so long and, and it is like we had a crystal ball. Like we saw this coming. How did we know that this was coming? Well, because we were actually able to look at the evidence for our, you know, for ourselves and, um, and not fall victim to the cognitive dissonance that, that seemingly the rest of the world has. Yes. Did you? I sent you a video earlier from Amazing Polly. He made yeah, a lot I, of good connections. Have you ever watched that before? I love her. Um, I used to watch her a whole lot back in the day, and I kind of fell out of of watching. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, ugh, God, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch the um, the uh, Sound of Freedom thing that she did um, because I, I oh, understand. What's that? Did she poo-poo that? I supposedly, everybody sent me a bunch of stuff that said she did. So, um, uh, Well, nobody's perfect, but that, this no, is really the only thing Polly that she drew a lot of good connections between and entities within this Epstein web. And that's probably where I got most of my information when he first started on that journey of figuring out who is this guy and what is he doing and why did he get a slap on the wrist for human trafficking? So he's just checks in with the jail, but he hangs out at home. What is that? That's weird. So yeah, yeah it was good. Sorry, what? Um, it, what a sweetheart deal, right? That you get to go home during the yeah. day and have visitors come visit you at night. Yeah. That was that, that was very strange. So this makes it make a whole lot more sense, that's for sure. Yeah, I think to so a lot of people. people think, yeah, like some people say, well, he's part of the CIA, and then other people say he's part of Mossad, and maybe it's connected. Maybe it's the same thing. Pretty weird. It is, yeah, well, it is, right? I mean, that's kind of what the whole show has been about. Is that these two these two organizations are are very much linked, um, and that is exactly why you see you know Lindsey Graham and Chuck Schumer skipping down the aisle holding hands when it comes to Israel because Israel is owned by um, uh, well our politicians are owned by Israel and a faction of our own CIA and it's it's kind of hard to refute at this point knowing all of the connections like like i said the dots are almost touching if you guys if, if people can't connect them then i don't know what to say like there's something wrong at this at this point it's not a conspiracy it's theory when the are that close right right choice to do that. I mean, he's yep. active choice to ignore chuck schumer to go after donald trump i'm like well donald trump didn't sign the patriot act and chuck schumer did twice but okay um right <laughs> just saying but okay. <laughs> what, I mean, it, it's, also, uh, it's also why everybody went after Kavanaugh for rape when he co-authored the Patriot Act, right? Like, really, you want to come up with these wild circus stories about about you know rapes that happened 40 years ago, and everybody on both sides had a strong opinion about that part of the case, but nobody said that he, nobody brought up the fact that he co-authored the Patriot Act. Why wasn't that all over the all over? Isn't that kind of weird? 
Isn't that weird? Yeah, I guess because everybody else's signature is also on that, so I guess they can't bring that up, can they? Oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. They have to make it about when something. Everybody's name is on it. Everybody's name is on it. Ooh, right. you know what that is? Like Unconstitutional and treasonous, but okay. That Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing guns at each other, like, that's what's going on. Nobody can shoot because Brent, everybody Who's the shoot. real Spider-Man? Yeah, that's exactly right. what that is. Yeah, that was a strange episode. That was another one where it was so scary to speak out against it. Oh, yeah, I got, put in, I got put in Facebook hearing. jail for using the word trick. Trick? During, yep, during that, yeah. I was like, this trick can't even. <laughs> but anyway, oh but yeah. God. Yeah, and somebody said, I didn't even say her name, I don't think. In the, in, and I didn't like, anyway, but it was just a post. I'm like, this, this trick can't even Facebook jail. Like, what's on your mind? Oh, don't say it. You're, you're in Facebook jail. Yeah, well, they had to set it up so that they could get Trump for um, any accusation he had against him from a woman. Uh-huh. They had yeah. to that that listen to all women. It doesn't matter if it's not true, parenthetically. Just listen to yeah. all women. Yeah. <laughs> Automatically. Said Clinton did it. Clinton did it. Those don't count. Other women. Other women. Yeah. Biden. Biden <laughs> attacked someone. Not Juanita Broderick. Not her. Not her. She doesn't count. Didn't Hillary Clinton say that you could, um, you could, uh, uh, something a fifty, take a fifty dollar bill to any trailer park and get an accusation? Wow, I didn't know that. But yeah, something like that. Vaccination. It was fried chicken and a damn donut. So. I'm just that's, throwing it out there. Uh, that's what they did to get all those Epstein girls. They went to trailer parks. They just got people that didn't have any money, young girls. So yeah, well, yeah. Not trailer parks. That means that means that means that means what? Low income places in Ohio or anywhere else? It's a rundown community. They just go there. Here's money. Crowdsondemand.com. Everyone go look it up. You can do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, drag a hundred dollar bill through a trailer park. And you never know what you'll find. Oh, that's a classy thing to say. Boy. She's so trash. Oh, my favorite man. thing to say every time somebody quotes Joe Biden, they're like, but you ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, how he gets away with saying some of the things that he says. Um, okay, well, we've only got about two minutes left in the show. Does anybody, like, have any final thoughts for the week? Fear of the wood dragon, so everyone get ready for some good change. Oh, hey. Did we talk about the aliens? And what, Yeah, I think we touched on the aliens, the the Nephilim in Florida or whatever. Good Those Lord. Really outrageous. This is going to be a wild year. If this is what they, they're dra- dragging out on week one... <laughs> Get your bingo cards ready, folks. Get your cards ready. Hold on to your... Uh, You know, it's going to be a lot. (laughs) We said this before. They're going to try to overwhelm you. They will try to overwhelm you with stuff. Everybody gets... Or you'll give up entirely. Listen, they're going to try to give up by overwhelming you. So get ready. Just take it drip by drip. We'll have to do a daily podcast if it gets too weird. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yep, Exactly. 
Okay, well, this has uh, been a great way to start the year. Thank you guys so much for for joining me. Um, I loved every minute of it. Um, you know, please share this if you can. Um, and uh, uh, we are, we are available on the next day. Seeds of Change through Freedomizer Radio on um, iHeart Radio. So if you want to share it, it, it is available there the day after. Um, so there are ways of sharing it. Um, so thank you guys. We love you all. Um, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, everybody.